another week. Another Talking Dirty. Alright, and this week we got we got some MLB uh, World Series updates uh, in the NHL. We got some breaking news on the Blackhawks. Then on the NBA side, we got NBA segments return. Return to the power rankings, injuries, deep three, and more. Uh, then we take it over to the NFL. We get the Week 7 recap, injury news, headlines, and then we have our Talking Dirty Midseason Awards. Now, mm-hmm. midseason's next week, but it's a slow week in the NFL, so we're doing it a week, week early. Week early. Mm-hmm. Then we got our Week 8 pickums as well as segments. Then in pop culture, we got, um, for movies, the Dune Part 1 review. Then for uh, TV, we got a Tiger King 2 trailer. And then for music, we got a new Elton John album and, of course, your jams of the week. So with that, take it away, Ryan. Cold beer. Warm hands. It's warm hands, cold beer. Can't lose. Can't lose. Can't lose. $7. Koozies. DM us on Instagram and Twitter. At 30J Sports. Koozies! Like and subscribe. Bye. Warm hands, cold beer. Can't lose. All right, let's go. Yeah. What did I do? You may never know. There's probably better people didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just waiting for like a text from someone like, dude, what did you do? <laughs> what was that? Well, well, I'll I'm, do just, that. I'm just so curious. What did you do? Here, I'll do it again for the people. Is that the whoa? I don't even know. Oh, why'd you say it out loud? You doxed me. What the fuck? I'm about to cut that part. All right, then cut it, dude. Cut it. Cut it. All right, I'm 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 right. I'm keeping that when that was. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna bleep. I'm gonna bleep it out. I'm not gonna cut. I'm gonna bleep it out. Yeah. Beep. All right. Fair enough. How you doing? (laughs) You always take so long to ask me. Ah, bye week beans is done. My fantasy league is now in full effect. No more bye weeks. I'm ready to go. I'm walking load. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good time. We're going championship or bust. Ooh. Championship bust, or bust. you dirty boy. I might bust. We'll see. Oh, we got to bust, little boy. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into <laughs> it. First up, we have miscellaneous sports. We're going we're gonna to pat ourselves on the back a little bit here. Pitt. P-I-T-T, let's go Pitt. Number 17. Fuck Penn State. Their highest ranking since 2002. Really? That's yeah. Sick. Yeah, I think, I think Larry Fitz was, was on that too. Larry Fitz, like Tyler Palco. Yeah, uh, Shady. Yeah. Yeah. Revis. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> Crazy, dude. Juan Stav our coach. It took, uh, it took the entire time for Larry Fitzgerald to come into the league and retire. Before we got that before high. Before we got that high of a ranking again. No, I mean, we're, we're, it's sick. And... Like I was just, just kind of like alluded to, the best part about being this high 
is a Penn State slower than us. Yeah, that's the best part. What a yeah, fall from grace. Yes, yeah, what a fall from grace. They lost to Illinois nine overtimes like bums. Yeah, but I mean that's tough. You know, nine overtimes. You get you put your heart and soul into that. Illinois game. had one win, I think, before that. That's the worst part. And Penn State <laughs> was like playoff contenders. Yeah, yeah, you can't lose nine overtimes. You get you let another team get nine chances to beat you. That <laughs> you're you're as a fraud team. James Franklin's on his way out too. You should, I, I, don't, I don't know, but yeah. they asked him about like the USC job, which we'll get into about probably the football <laughs> segment. They're asking everybody about that yeah, job. but and, and he he gave like. A weird answer. He's like, "All right, it's on the next. It's on the Illinois next week." Because he was so he forgot he <laughs> just played Illinois. They're playing Ohio State this week, and they're gonna get rocked by like fifty. He got shook. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's Penn State's second loss. I think they lost to yeah, Iowa, and then they lost to Illinois. Mm-hmm. Which also has Kenny Pickett on the fourth fourth best odds to win Heisman. Yeah, dude, that's great too. That would be insane. So I, that I've would been be nuts, man. Before the season, I was not a fan of Narduzzi. I'm not a fan of Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, I'm still not a huge fan of Narduzzi. Obviously, he's too. T- we're doing good. I'm, I don't like him. But Kenny Pickett, everything I didn't like about him, he changed. He changed yeah. this year. That's why he's a Heisman candidate. Um, but just to be like an obnoxious Pitt fan, yeah. I was like texting my Penn State friends like Kenny Pickett for Heisman. Like week one, they're like calling me like an idiot and stuff. And now best. every time I get, every time he gets he got higher and higher in the power rankings for Heisman, I just got screenshotting and setting, <laughs> and screenshot and setting. I don't care if he doesn't win. But no, I just want him though. there. Yeah. On on the uh yeah. final one of the final three of the day of, yeah. yeah. Like I want him to be one of the final three sitting there in at the ceremony. Yeah, I agree. Like I don't care That's if he sweet. wins it, I just want him to be a finalist. Dude, that quote after the uh win against Clemson though. Yeah, it's on to Miami. I'm going to go have a cold one. That's on to Miami. Yeah, it's like nice. That's great. Nice. It's Perfect. great. And you can't really tell him anything because he's like 27. So. <laughs> Do you think the Steelers go for him? I don't I, think they will. No, I think that just yeah, it's just, that's just that's just Yinzer, uh that's just Yinzer, like wishful thinking. It's like I don't think they will. I don't. There's part of me that's like it might fall like to that point though. Hey, I mean, if he goes, if he doesn't go first round, second round, then maybe we'll go for him. I but... mean, if he gets, if he stays at this like fourth best Heisman option, he could <laughs> go first round. But dude, he is 24 touchdowns, one interception right now. Because I mean, there's some teams that could draft a quarterback. Like Miami might be drafting a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Houston probably will. One of those two teams will. Mm-hmm. The Jets might do that again. Why not? Yeah, the Steelers will. will be. Yeah. You know, Broncos maybe. Or Broncos should. There's gonna be some teams that are gonna be going for quarterbacks. So I think there'll be. I think Kenny will go in the first round. I mean, he's probably, At this rate. he's probably the third or fourth best quarterback in this draft class right now. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of, well, I know first round we're probably going to get a lineman. We're, we have to. And, like, all the complaints about our line this year, I don't think they're going to go quarterback without a line. Maybe second round if he drops a second round, maybe. I don't um, think he'll drop that far. Because a couple other quarterbacks that fit our system pretty well. Like, I think Bo Nix would be good, too, from Auburn. But, obviously, I'd want the pick kid. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, anything else for Pitt? Go Pitt. Uh, H- no. H- H- no. Uh, college, I can just do college football real quick. Like, Alabama's up there. Georgia's still up there. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, Cincinnati, I think, still undefeated. Pitt 17. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, all all really, that's all that really matters. Yeah, that's me. all that matters to me. All right, let's take it over to the MLB. So, the World Series has already uh, taken underway. The Braves are up one nothing. They beat the Astros 6-2 to oh. in the opening game. So, you missed it. Look at the TV. Uh, she's going ah. like she she literally yeah, yeah, like, that's all she does. As soon as you start talking about the World Series, she went. She, 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 she has like a Popeye sauce now. Did you see that? It's going ah. It's like, 
<laughs> hey, can I get a chicken sandwich with the extra ass? No, no, no. That's, that's your reaction when you eat it. You're like, ass. <laughs> no, it's like hottie sauce or something like that. Oh. Look, she's doing it right there. Yeah. She's going, ass. It's the World Series trip. Does she even watch baseball? I don't know. She's from Houston, I guess. Oh, so it's one of those the Astros, things. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I'm from Houston. This is my team. I think she is. We'll yeah. see. Um, but anyway, so the uh, Braves are up one nothing to beat the Astros 6-2 in the opening game. Charlie Morton, another ex-pirate, killing it since Con- leaving the team. Confirmed. She is not from Houston. She's from San Antonio, which that's probably the closest baseball team. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Charlie Morton pitched one, uh, game one for the Braves, and in the second inning, he got hit by a comeback ball, and he appeared absolutely fine. But it turns out that he broke his fibula, and he will be out for the rest of the series. Should be okay for spring training coming next year. That that's just wild. The fact that he got he broke his fibula and yeah. he ended up sticking around, finishing the inning like ten pitches. Like I pretty sure got out of the inning without a run or anything like that. And mm-hmm. uh, all on a broken leg. Like geez, yeah, he, the man's nice. thirty seven years old. That's crazy. So um, game two is uh, starting. I think it started already. Yeah, it, it started like a couple minutes. They just did the national anthem, cut the commercial, but then that's a mega yeah. stallion so, like hype up. So like, it's, when they come back on, it'll be the first bottom, yeah. the top of the first. So we're gonna check it out. We'll have some live updates in a way for this game. Pulling for the Astros. I'm pulling for the Astros. I want it to happen. We're so close. I'm. I'm. Then, then I'll be done rooting for the Astros. No, I'm. Games. I'm Team Braves here. That's fair. I, I, I really, I'm fine with whoever wins. I prefer the Astros. You just, you should prefer the Astros because of chaos. Yeah, chaos. That's it. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, already so many people were just like, "Fuck the Astros!" No, yeah, like, like the entire, every, the entire country except for yeah. Astros fans yeah. are rooting against the Astros. On like Sports Center. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the state of Texas is the only thing that <laughs> state that had an H on that. Yeah. Everyone else had the A. It's like the same thing. Whenever the Patriots would be in the Super Bowl, they'd be like, "Who are you rooting for?" And it's like New England is like all Boston is like New England, and then everybody else is fucking whoever else, whoever the other team is. Yeah. Um. So Manfred, he awarded the uh, awarded Shohei Otani with the Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award. Uh, it's a very cool award uh, that started in the late '90s, given from the commissioner to a player or team that basically did something insane and left a big impact on the game. The reason for Otani to win was because he's the first starting pitcher to lead the league in home runs since Babe Ruth in 1921. It's, if he doesn't win AL MVP, that's just insane to me. Yeah, it's atrocious. Uh, the, I, I think this is a very cool award. It's basically just a, hey, you made history. Yeah. Here's an award. It doesn't Rats. happen every year. Yeah. It's like not an annual thing. It's like when it happens, it that's happens. That's good. I like that it's not annual. Either. Yeah. And that's what, that's one of the quotes that Shohei Tani did basically. It said basically about, uh, getting the award was like, I'm very honored because this is not a every year thing. It's mm-hmm. like they've made an ex- like exception this year for me. So yeah. it's very, very important. So I agree. I think it's. I think he's dope. Next up, uh, the MLB CBA is expiring December 1st, and many think that the players may go on strike. In the past year, the Players Union and Manfraud have seen, haven't seen eye to eye. Before Game 1, Manfraud and the Player Union uh, head Tony Clark were seen shaking hands and talking, so maybe they won't, but many believe that it will. You're like Manfraud instead of Manfred. Yeah, Clark. He's a fraud. Uh, uh no, you got it. No, no, you're incest. I mean, I was just going to say, it seems like like there's a lot of uh, theories about strikes happening in multiple leagues this year. What else? Uh, isn't the uh, uh, NFL thinking there might be one? 
Uh, their CBA messed up. Yeah, I think it is. That's usually when the strikes happen when the CBA is up, so that makes sense too. And I mean, if you remember, I feel like in the past, and a lot of these the new NBA CBAs too. were signed around the same time. Yeah, because there was a lockout in the NBA around like 2012 ish, like 10 years the ago. The NBA one's coming up, and they're thinking there might be some type of like big, long like discussion on that because it might be the owners versus the players in terms of like requesting tra- like Ben Simmons essentially. Yeah, like just like being a scumbag. And, like, requesting trades and doing all that shit. Like, the owners want protection in that situation. Yeah. And the players obviously want to keep it the same way. So there's probably going to be, like, a bunch of, like, shit going on with that. Yeah, there'll be long discussions on that. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball, there was a lockout around the same Like I said, there, I think they were around the 2010 era. Like, yeah. There was a lot of lockouts. Hockey was locked out around that time, too. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the Padres have been talking uh, to three guys about the job opening. Newly fired Luis Rojas from the Mets. Newly fired Mike Schilt from the Cardinals. And Ozzie Guillen, who hasn't managed a team since 2012. Yeah, not great options. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mike Schilt, or whatever he's how you ever pronounce from the Cardinals, probably, those three probably be the best Schilt. Best option. Yeah. Ozzie Guillen is like a legendary coach when it comes to like that, but at the same time, he has been, he's been around, away from the game for almost like a decade now. Like, yeah. obviously, managing is different than playing, mm-hmm. but like, think about whenever last time he was managing. No one gave a fuck about analytics. No one cared about, about this. Yeah. Maybe a lot of learning for him that I think he'd play a very old school style of baseball, which baseball Maybe really moved away from that. I don't know. I, I wouldn't hate him. I, I mean, think, I, I think he's my number two in that. I, Luis Rojas. We can both agree. Luis Rojas. Yeah, he's last. Yeah, he's he last. And he had such a good team with the Mets that did nothing. Yeah, they fired their, their batting coach and then just like, still suck afterwards. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Nelson Cruz won the 2021 Roberto Clemente Award for his humanitarian work during the COVID-19 in the uh, Dominican Republic. Yeah, it's good for him. Yeah, good for him. Nelson Cruz. Um, And I'm pretty sure, so he got traded from Cleveland, from Minnesota to Cleveland, I think, this year. Okay. Um, And, like, they, they, Minnesota is the one who, like, tweeted about the news, like, all pumped about it. Then Ken Griffey Jr. joins the Seattle Mariner ownership group. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like whenever players go to their old teams and yeah. like have some kind of sense of ownership or or in the front office at some point. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. like it. Um, Ken Griffey Jr., I hate when he's on the Reds. So, Mariners it is for me. There, yeah, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. Then uh, there was a fight early in the season in the Yankees hilarious. locker room between Garrett Cole and Brett Gardner. Apparently, Gardner put pine tar on his hat and made jokes to Cole, and Cole got pissed, got in his face, and had to get separated. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Yeah, like, this the heat of, like, the they just started banning those substances. Yeah, and um, that was when the Yankees were on that, like, shitty stretch at the beginning of the season, too. Yeah, they started off great, and they banned this thing. And yeah, they, they sucking. fell off. Yeah, yeah the spider tag shit. So he's making, he's, like, making a joke around that time, and they're like, he's like, come on. Fucking serious, like got <laughs> pissed. Later, I think later he came in and apologized and everything like that. But like, mm-hmm. uh, it's been like th- those. It's just been like awkward all year, apparently. Ever yeah. since then, we'll see. We'll have to see. If, I mean, uh, if you're fucking what's his face, Gardner, you don't do that. You don't mess with like your star pitcher's head. Like pitchers, but it's also the Yankees. But and... the pitchers are one of the biggest head cases on any sports team. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And you can't mess with a pitcher's head. But I feel like it's the Yankees, and they can just kind of go out and get a guy as well. Yeah, but you still like, shouldn't. Be hard. It's a big market, you know? Yeah, that's like that's like being a hockey team, like, you tell the goalie sucks. Without, yeah. like, a certain <laughs> thing. Like, all it's going to do is make the goalie worse. 
Um, anyways, uh, that's all we have for MLB. Anything last minute you want to toss in? Uh, not that I know. Not that I've seen. Let me check the notifications real quick. And nothing. All right. Let's take it over to NHL. So first up, NHL Commission Gary Bettman will meet with the Panthers head coach Joel Quinneville and Jets general manager uh, Kevin Cheveldayoff about the 2010 Blackhawks alleged sexual assault incident. Both guys claim they had no clue about the incident until this year, but investigators claim they were both in a meeting about the incident in May of 2010. The incident... Um, which apparently in a video, uh, c- the coach for the team... No, rather- the, uh, he's a video coach. Oh, the title. Bad. It's an assistant coach called the video coach. Gotcha. Apparently a video coach for the team, Brad Aldrich, assaulted a player... Which, uh, just interject real quick, just, just broke before we started recording mm-hmm. which player it was. It was a former, former Chicago player, Kyle Beach. He came out with like a whole video telling people not to be like silent about sexual assault and like if it happens, tell people. And uh, at the time of the alleged incident, Quinneville was the head coach and Cheveldayoff was the assistant GM. Blackhawks GM Stan Bowman resigned after the news broke. This whole situation just fucked. Yeah. Yeah, it's looking like it's going to come crashing down on uh, all these guys involved. Um, but for the better, you know. Time to get them. Uh, next up, Kings defenseman Drew Doughty will miss eight weeks with a knee injury. So... Um, not like the Kings were doing much anyways, but big hit for them. Yeah, no, they're definitely uh uh yeah, Drew Dowdy is like one of their old like their old old heads. Mm-hmm. He's been there for all the Stanley Cup runs back in the day. He's like one of their assistant captains. Yeah. Um it's not that crazy of a hit. Like the Kings are right, but sorry yeah. in there. Then Nitika Kucherov will miss eight to ten weeks with a lower body surgery that or a lower body surgery that needed uh Extra work. Yeah, it sucks because uh, I that's my first round pick. Yeah, it's tough. Shit happens. Yeah, shit happens. Yeah, it's all about Dude, perseverance. I just saw two commercials for two National Heat games coming up. Nice, nice. Sick. I didn't realize it. <laughs> then uh, the Kraken unveiled their first banner the other night when the team faced off against the Montreal Canadiens. This is cool. The banner was for the 1917 Stanley Cup in which the Seattle M- Metropolitans. Metropolitans? Metropolitans, yeah, that's it. Winner of the Pacific Coast Hockey Association beat the Montreal Canadiens, who were the winner of the National Hockey Association, three games to one in a best of five. Ironically enough, the Kraken actually won their first ever home game that night. <laughs> that's good. Pump up so, the home team. Then, yeah. yeah, that's how you so do it. They needed a banner to hang. They said, hey, the Seattle hockey team beat the Canadians back in 1917, so let's wait until Montreal comes, <laughs> unveil the banner in their face, then they went out and beat them for their first ever home win as a franchise. <laughs> Do you think Montreal is like there and they're like, wait a minute. What the fuck? What? <laughs> Dude, are you serious? Like that, that, that's what that's I... That's funny. That's hilarious, I think. Yeah. Then uh, the Vegas Knights have entered the chat when it comes to the Jack Eichel trade talks. Yeah. Good move for them. I mean... Good Knights have entered the chat. <laughs> uh, they slid in the DMs. Yeah, no, I mean, there wasn't really like any uh, like speculations on who they give or what... All it is is like the last couple of days, like the talks between the Vegas and uh, Buffalo have really ramped up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, it helps that Buffalo is actually doing pretty good right now. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're not the good team at all. They just got lucky with a couple wins. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, like, it's like, hey, we can build some confidence like off our young guys. And, yeah. Get rid of Eichel and try to bring some other people in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Knights have like a, 
a decent salary cap space, but like whoever they trade will also bring a bunch of space mm-hmm. over too. Then the power rankings, uh, currently number one, the Panthers, two, the Oilers, three, the Blues, four, the Hurricanes, number five, the Capitals, number six, the Penguinos. Great, because we still have not had Malkin Crosby, and we've had, uh, the other night we beat the Canadiens, no, the uh, Toronto, sorry, seven to one, nice. without Brian Rust, without Chris Letang, uh, Evgeny Malkin, Sidney Crosby, and someone else, we still won, nice. seven to one. Like, our, our, like, bottom Bottom lines and young guys, they've been Stepping killing up. it. No, that's big. Killing it. That's kind of like Stanley Cup vibes. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, they, we still have not had our two like generational talents who are not slowing down mm-hmm. comeback yet. Then, <laughs> number seven, we have the Wild. Number eight, the Bruns. Number nine, the Sharks. And number ten, the Lightning. Yep. I mean, we'll get to when we get to NBA like next segment. You'll see too. Like power rankings right now don't really care matter. It's more of a all right, we've had a little sample size, and it's more of a predicting who's gonna be good and shit. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you only play when you only play like five games so far. Mm-hmm. It's tough to do a power rankings, but that was not me. That was a uh, the score. Gotcha. Uh well, anyways, anything else for NHL? No, sir. All right, we'll take it over to NBA then. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right. The NBA is back. So, obviously, last week, I did the preseason predictions, and technically, NBA was back last week. However, this is the first official NBA segment of the season. Um, I don't just have the my predictions or headlines. I got the injuries. I got the headlines. I got the players of the week. I got the deep three. I got the power ranking. It's back, guy. It's back. It's back. It's back. We're all here. Accounted for. Yes, sir. All right. Oh, nice! You got back up. Yep. Yeah, we had a little technical difficulties with the World Series. Uh, I that's uh, Bregman. I thought that was Altuve for some reason. Yeah, he's got a third right now. That's, that's Altuve on third. Foul out. Oh. Um. All right. Anyway, NBA segment is back. I'm pumped about it. You heard, and boom goes dynamite for the first time in a while. So good for you guys. Um. But yeah, let's uh get start off the segment with injuries. Uh, LeBron James has missed. LeBron James has missed last game and tonight due to ankle soreness. It's nothing too serious, um, but I want to note it because it seems like LeBron is starting to show his age a bit. Yeah, yeah not that's true. like not on the court play. He's every game he's played so far. I think he played two or, or three out of the games that he played so far. He absolutely destroyed it every game. Yeah. Um, so yeah. he's not showing his age in like his play, but. He would never miss back-to-back games with ankle soreness in the past. Yeah, no, I hear that. And um, he's old though; he's thirty-six. Funny, I, mean. I was watching this on Sports Center earlier before you got here. Yeah, and it was funny because like they were like talking about Sports Center, and they're like, "Oh my god, like this injury and A B C D E F G," and then they go to Waj, and they're like, "So Waj, what's the details on the injury?" He's like, "Well, it's nothing serious. Like, yeah. should, <laughs> like they played it up like it's this like two-month thing he's going to be done for." Oh no, he'll probably play <laughs> next game. Yeah, just... and then Waj is like, "Yeah, I'll probably be back in a couple days." Like, yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying too. Like, it's not a serious injury. It just you you now see. Yeah, like yeah. old LeBron just put an ankle brace on and be fine. Yeah, he's but... 37 years old, coming in December. Like he needs to. He's just, a baby himself. That's perfectly and fine too. Absolutely, especially after the playoffs last year when everyone's like all beat up. Yeah, like yeah. if you don't, like, I think they learned their lesson. Like we're not going to play AD or LeBron whenever like have them play through injuries. Mm-hmm. That's why we haven't got all these guys. You know, like we're we'll be fine without them. Exactly. Next, uh, Zach Levine, um, in the Red Hot Bulls from the Red Hot Bulls, 
He torn. He has torn a ligament in his hand. Uh, okay. Lucky for Bulls fans and him, it's in his offhand. So he is not going to miss any time. He's just going to play through it. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't blame it. Obviously, if it's your shooting hand, that'd be a problem. Yeah. The only thing that would maybe be affected is dribbling with the offhand. Yeah. But like, uh, you can get around it. Fingertips. Yeah. Or, Fingertips. Yeah. Just tape it up and like. Yeah. Just keep it very stable so when you dribble with it, it's flat. Yeah. Like, more and this Fabian right or he's not even the point guard like so he doesn't really need a dribble he just needs a couple dribbles to like get to the hole and slam it. But it can be something you can like game plan against. You know, absolutely. Yeah, you know, you know he's like, never he, gonna go left. Exactly. He's, you're you're gonna force him right all the time. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Clint Capella just had a dope block by the way. That's right. Like set to like second two rows back. It's great. <laughs> Um, then the last uh, injury update of the week. Obviously, there's been other injuries, like but nothing crazy notable. Yeah. Um, but your boy, the Joker, I left know. the game on Tuesday night versus the Jazz after uh, bumping knees with Rudy Gobert. This happened like a couple minutes before halftime, and he did not return after halftime. Yeah. Um, both him and Coach Mike Malone downplayed it and said that the knee contusion just like a minor, like, don't worry about it. Yeah. And I, I agree, it's probably not going to be, like, anything serious. I think it's, like, a, um, I, obviously with knee injuries, everyone gets worried, because especially when you're that big. Mm-hmm. But if both people came out, both the player and the head coach, like, don't worry about it. Like, I, yeah. that, to me, that's going to be, like, a week. They're, he's going to miss maybe two games. Three I think, games so, most. okay, number one, my heart sank when I saw that update on my phone yesterday. Yeah, that's so true. That, that stunk. Because he has, like, four games this week. <laughs> yeah. So nice. I was, like, looking forward to that in my matchup. But, you know, that stinks. But uh, good news is they I think they ran scans on it, and there's no, like, damage at all. No, no, so, yeah, just a, bru- a yeah, bruised bone. Yeah, literally just a bruise, yeah. So Which, a bruised bone, for me, who I had it when I played rugby. Yeah. That was a, I went to physical therapy for two weeks. Yeah. And it was absolutely healed. Yeah, but, you know, we're talking NBA. Maybe. Exactly. He's not going to be out two weeks. He's going to be out maybe, like, a week. Just let it rest. I'm going to say less. I'm going to take the under. All right. He's so, if he's not playing by next Tuesday, what do you give me? Money? <laughs> no. Your house? <laughs> Gee, this is a big step up. <laughs> I don't know. $20, your house. <laughs> Five bucks, your car. <laughs> that clock on the wall? I like that clock. That is a good clock, yeah. So if Joker's not back by Tuesday, I'll just get you a different clock, the same style. If I can find it, alright. <laughs> no, You're not gonna shake on it. <laughs> I'm just optimistic. I'm biased because he's on my team. All right, I'll think. We'll, you have to take it. You have to take the ACT if he's not back by Tuesday. He's <laughs> fucking SATs. They keep, uh, they keep kicking me out. They kick me out again. Oh my yeah, God. it's fucked. Yeah, it's fucked. All right. Well, maybe we can change it for you. I mean, I'll at least get it in spring, I think. You know what I want to do? This is total off the wall. I should probably be safe for football segment. I just want to do it anyways. Yeah. I th- I, I want me and you to take the wonder lick and see who got a better get the better story. The um, like five-minute test, they give quarterbacks to test how smart they are. And it's Ooh. like, and it's literally like memorizing things or like yeah. nothing to do with football, nothing to do with anything. It's yeah. like, it's like just common sense questions, yeah. but you only have like two or three minutes to do it. Yeah. So you have to do it quickly. So like it's determines like the playmaking like abilities and like yeah, the decision making exactly. and like Brian Fitzpatrick has like the highest one on Harvard. Yeah. And like, I think Andrew Luck had a really high one. That's why. Stanford. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I want to do it. I don't know what for. 
Like, I don't know what we can make the reason to do it, but I always wanted to do it. All right. But I think it'd be funny to do it for the pod. Just... I'm going to see if maybe I can get them, like, I'll be like, hey, COVID, can I get the SAT, like, PDF style? <laughs> hey, there's no way to help. Because, <laughs> because they, I mean, they, I'm sure they'll just give you, like, even, I'm sure we can just do it here, just me and you. Yeah. I We can get a practice SAT. Yeah. Ooh, that's not bad. Because those don't matter. They, they'll give you booklets of that. We can look up the rules and we can just stay by the rules. Like, we don't have to have an official score. We yeah. can just practice SAT. I can make make you, like, a... I can make you do it on your fucking kitchen table. <laughs> Wake you up at, like, 5 a.m. <laughs> make you do it and, like, every hour is, alright, go pee. <laughs> like, you're in your own house, but, like... There's crackers. Yeah. There's a snack. Maybe I'll make you go way outside in the cold <laughs> to, like, until, like, the doors open. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm willing to do that. If we can't get it in, I'm... Yeah, if you find fine by me. Yeah, if you find a practice that you can take from your house, that. Yeah, and I will 100% be your moderator. That was, that was a big tangent, but yeah, I'm down. Anyway, NBA. NBA stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, headlines. That's all the injuries. Headlines. I mean, I feel like people come to expect tangents at this point. Exactly. Like that, that's what makes us, that gives us the podcast character. Like, look at these two idiots tangenting all the time. Probably high on pot. Um, headlines. JJ Redick recently retired uh, shooting guard, NBA. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Uh, will join ESPN as an analyst. Ooh. I think he'll be really good at that. I think actually. so, too. Um, you ever listen to his podcast? I haven't listened to it, but I've heard really good things. I've, I, I've so my buddy Cody loves that podcast. He listens all the time. He's a big Duke guy. So he's a big JJ guy. Yeah, yeah. JJ's actually the only Duke player I ever liked from uh, like all the time. Like I actually had his jersey when I was a kid. Yeah, I don't know for Duke jersey. Anyway, uh, he interviewed Duncan Robinson like one of the second podcasts, which sparked Duncan Robinson podcast. Yeah, but they're under the same like media company. Okay, but I listened to that podcast actually. I listened to two episodes because PFT Commoner was on one. Oh, wow. They had PFT on because yeah. they're boys from like part of my take. Yeah, I so, think like, I remember listening to that episode and they're like, yeah, we should have you on. And I guess yeah, it happened. They, they did like a Mount Rushmore or like a top five thing with PFT. That's cool. And it's like, uh, yeah, anyway, he's really, the whole, whole reason I went to that tangent is because JJ Reddick's really, really good at talking on that podcast. He's a really good like media voice and really knows the game. He's been around many different teams for many different years. Mm-hmm. Um, Played for some of like the best coaches of all time. Like I think he has a very good basketball mind. So if he wants to be an analyst, he'll be great at it. Yeah. Um. Next, Paul Pierce basically calls Ben Simmons an asshole. <laughs> uh, so <Same>. quote: <laughs> If Doc kicks you out of practice, that's bad because I'd never seen that before. I think I've seen Doc maybe kick someone out. Maybe once. Like, Doc ain't going to kick you out for nothing. You know what I'm saying. He really got to be an asshole if Doc kicks you out of practice. Yeah. Uh, they yeah, we went on to say that Doc's one of the coolest coaches and really understands the players, so you really got to be an asshole. Well, this is Paul Pierce talking. He, he, we had him in Boston. Ah, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. So he's Doc pa- then. Past tense, Doc. Yeah. But, yeah, do you agree? Benson's an asshole. Um... To a point, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's so, it's so weird. I, I blame the Sixers more. Well, well actually, I'll say there's another Ben Simmons head, headline. Um, ben Simmons apparently will not be fined anymore on yeah, by the Philly. So, Philly was missing – Philly was finding him for missing games. Yeah. And they basically said, fuck, I give up. Like, <laughs> just do you, man. They stop finding No, him. I blame Philly, man. I agree. I mean, look. I mean, Ben Simmons, he, he has this piss-poor attitude, which that doesn't help, obviously. And I think he's a scumbag for that. But yeah. if I had to put percentages on blame, I'd say 60-40 Sixers. I think because it, you guys could have got rid of him 
not only last year when you discussed that there was rumors about it and whatnot, you could have got what you wanted now. Great time run. Nice. Bad ball game. Um, you could have got what you wanted now, like the Harden S kind of trade. Yeah. But now you have this like shitty player who's good at defense, and you can get like a decent deal for him, I think, still. But you just have this mindset that you're going to get some crazy like two first round picks and like Dame. Yeah, for Ben Simmons, this is never going to happen, and it, they have to come down to like reality. Everything <laughs> you said is very factual. Mm-hmm. It's like I would even go to say. That it's 20% Ben Simmons. That's fair, yeah. 40% the Sixers and 40% Sixers fans. Ooh, ooh, throwing the fans in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Ben Simmons obviously had a solid career so far at Philly. Um, Philly, the organization really fumbled the, the brag with the trades or talking like that. Yeah. Um, but the fans have been on his case basically like harassing him death threats his family because he can't make a free throw yeah like you he they're the reason that he is pulling what he's pulling now like the, i'm out i don't i don't even bother fine i'm gonna come practice i'm not gonna try it's because the fans like mentally fucked him up who would have thought philly fans would be so yes yeah. so like i think they get just as much blame as the organization and i think at this point Ben Simmons gets some blame, but... He's not doing anything more than, like, players have done the past five years. Yeah. He just stinks. That's all. He's just not as good as the players doing it, but at the same time, he wouldn't be even be doing this if Philly fans weren't like, yeah. Jesus and, Christ, and this guy fucking sucks if you die. And if the franchise understood, like, the value they have in Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever. I, I still think they could have been, like... Okay, if he just like this never happened, mm-hmm. the fans never threatened him, and he never like I don't want to be here anymore, and like all that drama started because of that. But I, if, if they just like said, all right, next year, like everything's gonna be back, same team was to try to win it again, maybe we'll get another free agent. Yeah, I think that team's still like the top seed in the East, but now I don't because they don't have Ben Simmons and they don't have any asset they, they got yeah. from Ben Simmons, and they're starting to look bad because of it. Yeah, I, I think they'll still be like a playoff team, but they're not a top team like they were the last couple of years. Yeah, exactly. Um. All right, next. Next. Trivia. So this past week, Carmelo Anthony passed Moses Malone on the all-time scoring list to take the ninth spot. The hint to this question is, I've asked you this question a million times. Can you name the eight people on the all-time league score list ahead of Carmelo Anthony? Kareem. Yes. Jordan. Yes. LeBron. Yes. Kobe. Yes. Wait, wait let me get numbers here. So uh, Kareem. Kareem's one. LeBron's three. Kobe's four. Michael's five. You're missing two, six, Wilt. seven, eight. Will Chamberlain is sixth. No, he's seventh. Sorry. Seventh. Okay. Um. So. Six, eight, and two. And, and it's not including Malone, right? Who, Moses Malone. No, Moses Malone. He just passed Moses Malone. Okay, Carl Malone. Yeah, he's number two. Then, uh... So you're missing two now. Zero strikes. I'm surprised you're learning uh, from like, the last couple times five, you missed it up. Uh, yeah, but this is where it's going to get tough for me now. Ugh. Do I know these names? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> You'd hope, right? No, these are names you absolutely know. No, they no, both no more active players, though, right? No, they're both they're both retired, but they both played. One played as of like a couple years ago, and the other played like. I think he retired in early twenty tens. 
Maybe figure around 2010. Okay. Um, I want to use a tire. Ah, I don't know if it'd be him. So the one guy's last season was 2010-2011. Uh, okay. And the other guy's last season was... Sorry, I have to, I have to switch Google here. Yeah. Um, 2019. Dwayne Wade? No, that's a good guess, but no. Track one. D Wade is definitely somewhere on here. He's gonna be close. He's not. Um, He's not top twenty-five. Not much of a scorer. More of a all-round guy. Duncan? No, Dane Duncan's fifteen. Damn. Uh, do you want the teams? Yeah, give me teams. Number six, Mavericks. Number eight. Oh, Lakers. Dirk. Yeah. Number eight of many teams, but Lakers. Oh, Magic. No. Fuck! Imagine when he played for the Lakers. I thought you said Lakers. I said he played for many teams, but, like, Lakers. Oh, oh. Lakers, Heat, Suns, Celtics, Cavs. Oh, Shaq. Yeah. Magic. Yeah, you got it. Are you giving that to me? No. I mean, you didn't <laughs> get it. <laughs> you didn't get it. Yeah, I answered too quick. I should have waited to listen. I answered too quick on that last all right, I'll, I'll give it to you if you can name every team that Shaq's been on in order. In order? Fuck you. In order. It's not hard. I can do it easily. Magic? Yes. Lakers? Yes. Heat? Yes. That's pretty dicey. There's three teams left. And I know the teams. The Suns, Cavs, Celtics. Yeah, I just... Suns? Yes. Cavs or Celtics? Oh, this is tough. Celtics, Cavs. Damn. Damn. Wow. The, the Cavs, Celtics, Cavs. He's with LeBron. Yeah, but I just didn't. I, I, I knew he was like old as shit, and I thought the Celtics are better, so maybe they made a move on him, and then the Cavs were like, fuck it. We'll take Shaq in this yeah, age, no. you know? Yeah, it's Cavs and Celtics. Damn. Damn. All right. That was, that was at least a good guess, but still fail. <laughs> you failed. You've chosen. All right. You've chosen All poorly. Right. All right. Two more headlines. We'll get to the deep three. Uh, Clay Thompson missed out on the uh, seventy-five year anniversary team. Um, so his teammates trolled him by putting a seventy-seven jersey in his locker because <laughs> I guess that's where he came in like the voting. Uh, like oh, just too short. That's tough. Yeah. So he. Uh, so like Draymond Green and staff like put like a Clay Thompson seventy-seven jersey. When they locker. get Draymond like a hundred and twenty-nine jersey, like a, a thousand something. <laughs> Um, and then finally, uh, one of the funniest stories of the week, just because like, I think everything's okay here. Dwight Howard and AD were fighting on the bench. Yeah. So yeah, on Friday fun. night, there's a timeout, and those two, you can see, started arguing. AD got up and just like shoved Dwight, and they had to separate it while on the court, like on timeout. Yeah. Um, later, Dwight said, like, yo, it's cool, man, don't worry. A lot of people were joking, like, maybe it's because like, AD made top 25 <laughs> and Dwight didn't. Um, and, but one of my favorite, like, it take, my takes on this is, you know, you ever see Magic Johnson's Twitter? Nah. He just tweets, like, just, like, statements. Like, not opinions or anything. It's basic like, things. Yeah, very basic things. He said, Dwight Howard and AD got into a physical altercation on the bench. In my 42 years of being associated with the Lakers for integration, I've ever seen something like that shaking my head, but it's about SMH. I thought it was just funny. Like, <laughs> chime in. 
And most people would be like, you don't be doing that, man. He's like, all right, this is a vet that happened. And I, this has not happened this many years. Um, I disagree my, with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, that one's not as bad, but he, he tweets like Pert Happily. I'm Pert Happily, and that's the story that I'm bringing <laughs> you to you tonight. Like that one is, is a very that's toned down version. Yeah, that's a very toned down <laughs> version, but Pert Happily always comes to mind when I read Magic yeah, Johnson tweets. That's true. All right. Players of the week before we get into the deep three um, from the Eastern Conference, we have the Horn Sound, Miles Bridges. Um, he had 25 points per game, eight rebounds per game, two assists per game, and the Hornets went three and zero last week. All right. Um, I think he had a 30 some point game even too. So he killed it. Um, then from the West we have Stephen Curry, 31 points per game, nine nine rebounds, rebounds, seven assists. Nice. Warriors went three and zero. All right, deep three. We got James Harden, we got Kyrie Irving, and we got a. Not a single part. It's, I read an article and I thought it was very interesting. Let's get the Nets out of the way. Give me Kyrie. All right. So prior to the Nets home opener game on Sunday, Brooklyn fans and protesters stormed into the Parkway Center to protest the fact that Kyrie Irving was not able to play because he isn't vaccinated. Despite the league letting him play away games, Nets owners said that he won't be joining the team until he's able to play all the games. Damn. What are your thoughts on, one, the Nets owner thinking, like saying, like, yeah, we're not going to have him on away games. Uh, even though he's clear to practice too, like he's just basically punishing Kyrie for that. And two, what do you think about the fans just trying to like literally like blow past security to protest and shit? So the first part, I think it's a good move by the organization because he's hurting the team by doing it by by not participating in the vaccine. But at the same time, I feel like there's going to be a breaking point. Where they might be losing some games, and they're like, "All right, Kyrie can play the away games, yeah, to ooh. help out the cause, because we're now under five hundred, and it's like thirty games in or something like that." Yeah, you know, and it might be like, "Ah, we kind of need them." <laughs> no, I feel that. I, uh, I'm kind of going to go back what you're saying. I don't think it's. I'm kind of switched to like Kyrie. It's kind of stupid they're not letting Kyrie play. Yeah. Um. Because I think every, I, 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 all politics aside, I think everyone should have a right if they want it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand like the local mandates and stuff like that, but like the Nets are even not letting him play the way games. Yeah, like Kyrie might not have even wanted to in the first place, mm-hmm. but let him make that decision. Yeah, because then now you just look like an asshole, and you're gonna have protesters outside your fucking. I games. feel like you can easily trick Kyrie into getting it though. Well, oh, I feel like you can post like a bunch of fake articles that'll like, like pique his interest. So there's a skit. Yeah, of that. Uh, it's called Melon. It's basically Jason Sudeikis being the male Ellen. Yeah. And it's just like Ellen show, but all man stuff. Yeah. Like there's people fighting in the crowd. And it's like, <laughs> we got awesome pranks. Like, sneak up on Kyrie Irving and give him the vaccine. And it's like, Larry, you're like talking to him. And then like a, a doctor comes sneaking behind with a needle and just jabs into his neck. <laughs> but like, I feel like you can like put fake articles like on his like locker or something like that. And like, he'll be like, oh, wait, this, the, like, if you don't get the vaccine, this it means this, then, yeah, maybe I should you get a it. a small dick if you don't get the vaccine. <laughs> but I feel like you could trick him into it. Uh, no, honest. absolutely. Like, and we'll say what you want about to get the vaccine or not. I just think the ownership should have kept their hands clean from that and say, yeah. hey, look, Kyrie doesn't want to play. Make the league make that decision. Make the league and make the player. <laughs> like, if you're the yeah. owner of a team, especially in New York City, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing that because obviously there are going to be protesters outside your gate trying to break in. Yeah. And then the second part, the people trying to break in, 
Wait, sorry. Can you repeat that part of the question? I was thinking. I was just, what do you thought? What do you think about the protesters? Like they literally just went. They went outside Barclays Center for their first home home game. Yeah. Um, with signs, and they started chanting like uh, "Let Kyrie play," and the signs basically is like pro Kyrie. And whenever the like they're outside the gates and security, like try to barricade it out, and they just like broke through the barricades and like just stormed into Barclays Center. So I mean. They can do what they want. They probably need to tighten up security a little bit just to protect everybody. <laughs> but I think the Brooklyn fans were just more mad that the Knicks were balling out and the fans are all like, pumped. <laughs> and they're like, fuck, I want that too. Like, let Kyrie play. I need this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like it was a little bit of that. Yeah, but, no, I, yeah, I, they need to beef up. I, I just, I, I'm very anti-like protesters, even though protesters are like, obviously like a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, dude, the Astros just had a fucking... Oh three shit! Damn, yeah. it's a series. Yeah, a guy had a double and had two runs score. It's a series. Let's go. Um, all right, next deep three. You want James Harden then? He said, "Yeah, get James Harden out of the way too." Apparently, so James not apparently James Harden is uh, complaining about the lack of trips to the free throw line so far this season since <laughs> since they changed the rule that will limit the amount of fouls on non basketball baiting moves. My words, essentially, what it is. His quote. Yeah, for sure, but I'm not the type to complain about it. As you, I complain about yeah, it. Yeah, you know you know what I mean. I'm just asking every official to see if they see a foul, call a foul. Um, one, do, do, do you think – you, you kind of said it. James Hart's complaining. Yeah. A, a wild complaint. He's saying he doesn't complain as he's complaining. That is just – I thought it was hilarious. I'm not telling you you're wrong, but you're absolutely wrong. Like, listen, I don't really care, but here's what I care about. Yeah. It's like saying everything like that. Yeah. Um. And then, to my since that question was already taken care of, my actual question is, what do you think about that rule? So the rule essentially now is, you know whenever people go for threes and they kind of kick their legs down, try to get contact and fall and get the three-point foul shots and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, they basically made a rule so no one can actually do it. Like, yeah. they, they made it like... I think it's good. It's like it's... a non-basketball move yeah. to make contact. There will be no foul call. Yeah, I'm with um, that. Yeah, and like, because it was getting it was ridiculous. Drawing out the year. game so long, and like, it was just getting ridiculous. Like in the last two minutes, like everybody'd be doing that shit. Yeah, and it was so just annoying. like, come on, man! Like this is like ridiculous. kick your legs out when you shoot, and then just make contact and just drop. Yeah, the and like flop, and yeah, it's just I, I, I'm yeah. with that yeah. decision by the league. Absolutely, but I'm kind of th- starting to th- feel this way about the Nets. What if Kyrie's the glue for this team? And that he is so off the wall crazy and gets all this shit that it distra- it like takes it away from the other players and the problems of the team. That when yeah. he's not there, all of that is in the open. Wow. <laughs> like Kyrie's the, the insane complainer that everyone else is like, yo, we gotta like chill out and play our best he, game. He's, the, he's it's like it's like your asshole friend, but he's our asshole friend, you know? Yeah. But like, then when he's not there, someone else has to be the asshole friend. Exactly. And, and you don't want anyone else wants to be the asshole friend. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want no, your friends to be the no asshole No one wants to get downgraded to that yeah. position when there was an established role. I like that. I like that. I didn't even think about that. A little, a little mini chew on that. that that's a very good one. That's mm-hmm. a very good point. I, I agree with that. Because, like, we were kind of thinking whenever this all took place, like, these are a bunch of head cases and, like... Will this go wrong? And it's last year go wrong. Well, last year Harden and KD, that was great. Yeah, they the only, were the only head yeah. case was like Kyrie throwing, putting sage throughout Boston Garden <laughs> and, and all that shit. Um, yeah, dude, Kyrie's an idiot. 
Dude, he is he what a fall from grace since the Cavs. I mean, he's still really good. He just He's talented as He's fuck. in his own head. Like, yeah, he's just like ruining his own career. But but like I said before though, I am with him on the vaccine thing, I think. I'm just tired of hearing about it. Yeah, me too. But so I, I joke and say in the Paul time because I'm tired of hearing about it. Mm-hmm. But in reality, I think it's stupid that he can't play. And I think if he doesn't want the vax, it's fine. I mean, just move on. Yeah, like it, yeah. It, I think I think everywhere it should be. I get everyone wants to get the vax in for everyone, but if no, if you're not comfortable doing, it, you shouldn't be able to force it. The government should not be able to force it. On yeah, you. just like let the higher powers, you know, determine yeah. the status of Kyrie. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, last team three. Then before we get into the power rankings, move on to the NFL. Um, this is not really like a big story, like a controversial. Like, what do you think? It's. I read an article on the score, and I thought it was very interesting. I wanted to see what you thought. Um, the name of the article was the five unbreakable NBA records. Okay. So I want, I'm going to say all five of them, but I want you to tell me which one Wilts. is going to be the easiest to break and hardest to break. Hardest is Wilts. Dude, just let me fucking talk. I'm just saying. All right. Well, once Will, yeah, cool. <laughs> you predicted a very easy prediction to interrupt me talking. Thanks yeah. a lot, bud. You're welcome. All right, Mr. Smart Asker, tell me the rest. I don't know the rest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Skiles, uh, 30 assists in a game. AC Green. I think it can be broken. AC Green, 1,192 consecutive games without missing a game. That's crazy. He missed three games his entire career. Yeah. No, uh, 1,192 straight. I mean, that. Um, I don't think it will happen in like my lifetime. <laughs> Bill Russell's 11 championships. No. And then the 71-72 Lakers with their 33-game winning streak. Possibly. So rank them, all five of those, from what do you think is the easiest to break, the hardest. Hardest is Wilts. Okay. Um, next hardest, I'd say, is the uh, uh, the active game streak. Yeah. And then next one, I'd say, is, what was it, the 30, 30 assists in a game? And 30 then- assists, 11 championships, and with 33 win streak. I'd say 11 championships is next, and then 30 assists. Then the easiest is the win streak. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I agree with the exact order. Um, I also agree with the, the article that I don't think any of these be broken. Well, I think the way super teams are going, we could see the win streak being broken. Pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, but the the Bulls, Jordan Bulls never broke it. Yeah. The big three heat was close, but and never broke true. it. The, the Warriors, the Warriors... Didn't break with their... Yeah. The Warriors set the record for least amount of losses in the season and still yeah. never got 33 games straight. Um, and the Bulls are the team they beat that for that the lowest amount of win, lose it, losses, and they also didn't beat it, you know? So that's why I think that's very hard to do. I don't think that's ever be broken. I don't think 11 championships won't get touched unless you get a Robert Ory type in the next couple of years where he won seven championships just because yeah. he was... From the Lakers to the Spurs to like all these different dynasties where he was like an important role player. Yeah, um, I think maybe someone can like maybe get close to eleven because of that. Thirty assists, very possible with all the point cards we have talent in our league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people got in like in the twenties, but never got the thirty. Yeah, thirty's tough. Thirty's very tough because you. The toughest part about that is, well, yeah, Wilt Chamberlain needs to score hundred points a game. That's like impossible. But assists, you have. It's all reliant on the rest of the team. Yeah, exactly. Like you can have a really good pass. You can have a guy like a chocolate, uh, white chocolate pass behind the belt or whatever. Yeah. If your other, if your teammate's not gonna knock the shot down, that's like a, it's impossible. To get exactly. Assist. That's what that's one's hard because you have to rely on everyone else. I can see it being like some scrub on the Warriors and like Steph and Claire just tossing it up one night. 
Yeah, yeah, like a Damian <laughs> Lee or whatever. whatever like Draymond will beat it or something. Yeah, I can see that. All right, well, that's it for the deep three. Last thing we have for the NBA before we move on to the NFL is the power ranking. So every week I go to NBA.com, look at their power rankings, their top ten. Another run for um, the Astros. And just relate to the podcast and like kind of fill in the blanks like why they're at that spot. This is the first week in the last, what, two years of doing NBA on the podcast that I actually made the top ten myself. Nice. Because I highly disagree with everything NBA.com said. Yeah, it's just Homer Sports Center picks. And it's because like there's only a couple games mm-hmm. for each team. Like some teams only have three games. So fuck it. And like they made the list on Monday and since then they like like the Nuggets were their number two or three team. Mm-hmm. And the Nuggets fucking lost like the last two games or whatever. So their record went from like two and oh to two and two and they look bad and Joker's hurt. Oh uh, um anyway I'm saying get into the get into the power rankings number one, the Jazz. Um, they're three and second in the West. They're only second in the West because they played least uh, less games than the number one seed in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, they are just looking like the Jazz from last year, and the, the Jazz team that won the number one seed. Gotcha. Rudy Gobert looking great. Obviously, he's playing really good defense. He knocked Joker out of the game. That's the Ida. Uh, yeah, Spider's been killing it. So um, yeah, I gave it to the Jazz. I think they're just literally the same team from last year. Number two, the Warriors. Um, they still don't have to play yet, I don't think, but they are yeah. just absolutely burning. Obviously, he was a player of the week. Um, they're four and oh, they're number one in the West because they have an extra one over the Jazz right now. Nice. They played yeah. an extra game. Yeah, they did. Um, but the Warriors look really good. Number three, the Bulls. The uh, Bulls. Bulls. The Bulls are first in the East right now. They're four and oh. Um, this is the first four and oh start since Jordan played for the Bulls. Yeah. So, so the, the Bulls are killing it. Zach Levine's obviously playing, playing very well, even though he has an injury. Lonzo had a very good game the other night. Um, I, I think all the offseason moves are working for the Bulls. I think they did really good. I think this Bulls team could be the biggest detriment to the Jordan legacy. Yeah. If they beat a lot of these Jordan Bulls records on the franchise, it could be like nah. this league. Yeah, but that, that Jordan Bulls franchise like won six championships. But like it, it would give more credit to like I'm not saying it would give more credit to the Bulls team now. It would give more credit to LeBron being that if Jordan um, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Um that, that's a good point. Number four, your Knicks. Love it. They are second in the East, three it's and one. Slaughtered the Sixers. Yeah, good talk. I don't know how many for the Knicks. Good so talk. Evan Fournier is looking like a great asset to the team. Uh the Sixers uh, the Celtics missed out on that. Um, we'll take it though. Kemba's looking pretty solid as well. That's mm-hmm. panning out pretty nicely. Um, Julius Randle's still doing his thing. He's still looking great, which I'd love to see. I was worried about that coming into the season. And then RJ Barrett's doing his thing still as well. Um, the big thing is like, we're putting up tons of points as well. And our defense is looking pretty solid. Um, this team is, I was worried coming into the season that the team would improve yeah. from last year. And it's looking like they are. So I'm a big fan of that moving forward. Hopefully they can keep it up and continue this going in the playoffs because I really would hate a first-round bounce again. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. I agree with everything you just said. Number five, Miami Heat. What can I say about the Heat? Uh, they slaughtered the NBA champions day one. Day one. All right, so right now we're currently in the third quarter against the Nets. We're up by six. Nice, um, nice. We're two and one. We're number three. No, we're number fifth in the East, but like, we're two and one. It's just yeah, yeah. Early it's just on, a lot of people. Um, 
So our only loss was against the Pacers in overtime. Uh, that game, everyone played very well. Tyler Hero dropped like 30 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, we our first game was against the Bucs. We beat them by like 40. We yeah. literally legitimately beat them by 30, like high 30. Yeah. I thought um, they would come back at some point, just like the B squads in. and No, yeah. Nah, I just kept going. It's, I, I think I, I really like the, our team right now. Mm-hmm. I really like how we're working. J, Jimmy Butler is killing it. Bam out of bio. Right now, my early pick for defense player of the year. He, I saw a stat on Twitter. The first three games of the season so far, every opponent he had only averaged like 25% from the field. Damn. Like he's shutting them down and like he, he guarded like he guards like Giannis and like yeah. KD. I don't know what he's doing tonight against KD, but like mm-hmm. like he mm-hmm. guards like these good players. So like the fact that he's holding everyone to twenty five percent is just insane. Up. I think it's great. Um, all right, number six, we got the Bucks. The Bucks uh, beat the Nets both full strength. Obviously, they had a little hiccup against the Heat, but I still think that they are the reigning champs and they are still a really good team. It's just some nights they have it, sometimes some nights they don't. Um, but I still think they're a top team. Okay. They are fourth in the East. Number seven, the Nets are two and two, eighth in the East. I had to put them on the list. They still have KD and James Harden. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see how that carries out throughout the season. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. I'm kind of intrigued in that sort of thing. Absolutely. Um, number eight, we have the, the Lakers, two and two, seventh in the West. Yeah. Uh, LeBron's been hurt for a couple games, but AD's killing it. And Russ finally had a good game, he had like thirty some points. Yeah, that was big. Eleven that assists or something like that. He finally had a good game, and now that you've had – right now, every single one of their big threes had really, really good games. Yep. So I think when everyone's healthy, when everyone's there, the Lakers are like the team that everyone thought this offseason, that's going to be them. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I just have them down low because of their record right now, but that's early. It's just – you got to let the the early season guys shine, you know, team shine. Um, Number nine, the Hornets. Yeah. They're 3-1. They're third in the East. Miles Bridges was player of the week last week. He's been killing it. Obviously, Lamelo's been very good. Um, yeah, and I mean, uh, Gordon Hayward's been killing it. Like the, the Hornets are a good, scrappy young team, um, mm-hmm. and I think they're I think they're going to be good. <coughs> I don't think they're going to be as, this good the entire season. Obviously, they're going to lose some games. Yeah, um, but I up. but they're good right now. Um, the number ten, the Grizzlies. Ooh, they're two and one, fifth okay. in the West. Um, John Morant balling out. It, it's literally a John Branch here right now. Like yeah. obviously they have a, a decent team around him, and it's uh, they're higher. They're on my list right now. They, this is probably the last time you hear me say their name in the top ten. Yeah, uh, it's, Jaron Jackson's great, and John Mar- and like, but John Morant's like the guy. That He's is. just like they need right. another like the guy. Like Jaron Jackson Jr. is a really really solid player, but he's like. Maybe an All Star game eventually. Mm-hmm. Like he's not anything crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. They need a, they need a second banana. Oh, absolutely. Because John Morant is, is holding that team up right now. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, that's it for NBA. All right. Well, with that, go Heat, go Knicks. Let's take it over to NFL. All right. Week seven is in the books. We're approaching the midseason. We'll get to the uh, midseason awards. We're going to do a little bit early this week because there wasn't much for NFL this week. Mm-hmm. But we'll take it off. Uh, we did record Thursday, so we are pretty familiar with the uh, Broncos game, the Browns game from the uh, last episode. But it did end after we were done recording. So the Brown, the Browns did win with Case Keenum, seventeen to fourteen. The Broncos let us down. We both lost that pick. But you know it is what it is. It was still a good game though. The Ernest Johnson like blew the fuck up. 
Mm, yeah, got like twenty-seven fantasy points for me. I was pumped out of nowhere. I, I, the, I mean, I hate the Browns. Yeah, I'm, as a football fan, I liked how uh, after the game they kept like releasing like DMs. He sent like uh, AFL teams, like please give me a chance. <laughs> yeah, and now he's like he just like tore it up on uh, Thursday night football. It's cool that they stuck to the game plan of when they had Kareem and Nick Chubb too. Yeah, like they're like we're still ground about yeah. with this guy. Like that's good. Well, what was the coach's him. name? Uh, uh, the running back coach for the Browns. Oh, oh, oh Stump. Stumpy, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Stump Mitchell. That guy, that guy knows running <laughs> yeah. backs, dude. That guy was a G. Oh man. But uh, then taking it over to the Sunday games. So first up, the Chiefs lost to the Titans, twenty-seven to three. Got absolutely obliterated. Uh, we both took the Chiefs. We both lost that point. I don't think. We're going to be taking the Chiefs automatically anymore. I think that that time period's done this year. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Uh, it's tough. Yeah, pretty much. Patrick Mahomes stunk. Uh, the offense couldn't do anything. Like, they had three points early in the game. So, like, you thought, like, when are they going to come back? And then, mm. like, the third quarter hit, and that's usually their time to shine, and nothing. Nothing. And then Patrick Mahomes left the game with a concussion, which I don't know Real if it was... I don't know if it was actually concussion or if it was one of those. That hit looked bad. That was a bad hit because I was when I saw it, it was a, I didn't see the hit. I just thought it was I saw a concussion and I was like I feel like that's one of those things where he's playing bad and he's like oh like I'm concussed like check me out. It's one of those things I don't know if it's necessarily a concussion because I was, I didn't hear anything about him not playing this week. Yeah, unless yeah. they're on by. No, he's know. playing. He's playing for sure. Yeah, uh, but the, when like when. The hit, and you see the hit, and I saw the hit, it yeah. did look bad. Like, he that's was like, fair. his body was like bending back, and he got someone ran to his head. Yeah, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, the no names versus the Packers. The Packers won 24 to 10. No names are bad. Packers are better, obviously. There's not so much here. We both got the Packers for that point. Mm-hmm. Next up, probably the biggest upset of the week, I think. Bengals versus the Ravens. Wild. The Bungles. Absolutely shredded the Ravens, dude. Burrow and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase had 202 yards and I think a touchdown. He broke one for like 85 yards or something mm-hmm. like that. Fucking insane. This is dude, actually the I only watched game. that play live too. I was uh, like, Yeah, same. This is the only he game like I broke I two tackles. And I was like, How did you not get him in that situation? Uh, the, that's the only game I watched all, all Sunday. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Um, no, that, that one where he broke all those tackles, that wasn't. That was the 85-yard one. He, like, slipped through or something. No, that, that was another receiver, though. No, that was Jamar Chase. Chase had one down the sideline. I thought that was Chase. No, the one where, like, Marlon Humphreys looked like an idiot. Uh, maybe. That was right. someone else. I'll, I'll look up. It, it is Uzama. I think it was. Yeah. Because it was, like, he... Like, Marlon Humphrey looked like he had him. Yeah. And he's, like, weird, did a weird cutback, and he broke a tackle. Then, like, he just outran... Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's 84, whoever it is. But uh, we both had the Ravens. We both lost that point. The Bengals now lead the AFC. Yeah, not even just the North. Like, AFC in general. AFC in general. Insane. Yeah. That is <laughs> Insane. wild. Insane. Uh, they're legit. The and season ended tomorrow. Yeah. The Bengals are your AFC champions. <laughs> Dude, um, yeah, we'll get to more of that later in segments. But uh, next up. Panthers versus the Giants. You took the Giants, I took the Panthers, and Giants won 25-3. Mm-hmm. Panthers. Sam Darnold's atrocious. Mm-hmm. He's horrible. He's such a terrible quarterback. Yeah. He's, he, I, I, will be, I thought I, it was the Jets, but no, it was Sam. I will be touching on him <laughs> yeah. a little bit later. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, the Giants balled out. Uh, Daniel Jones balled out. Danny Dimes. Yeah, Dash and Danny Dimes is the man, dude. He's, <laughs> he's destined to devour the defense. He had a catch, he had a catch run, and pass in the yeah. game. Dash and Danny Dimes is dominant against any defense. He's, he devours them. Insane. <laughs> he's um, determined to devour the defense. Anything else from that game, though? Uh,. Nah, just go Giants. Safety. This is we had two safeties this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, that's how it was five nothing. I was like, oh, that's a weird score. Yeah, this one else, <laughs> I forget. We'll, I think we'll, I forget when we get to the score. Uh, we'll it was like another random the Texans. Yeah, they had. Yeah, it was like weird teams getting safeties. Yeah. Um. Next up, the Falcons and the Dolphins. Very weird game, but very good game. Uh, the Falcons won thirty to twenty eight. Dude, I'm gonna lose so much weight. <laughs> Taking this crack. Because I'm just going to crack. Oh, you wait till segments. You uh, wait till segments, bud. Like, I'm going to drop like 50 pounds. Because I'll be all cracked out. <laughs> we cracked out on the Falcons. Um, So, Tua did like okay. But like, Dolphins team's just bad. It's, it's so bad. And it's so weird that they just like... From like so promising to just so atrocious in one season is just crazy to me. Yeah. Uh... I mean, I, I think we'll probably get to it. Yeah, we will. For yeah, we'll, we'll more on that later. Yeah. Next up, the Jets versus the Patriots. Uh, the Jets stink. The the Patriot, the under five hundred Patriots team, put up a fifty burger on the Jets. Granted, Zach Wilson got injured, but not that that was going to help any. Not at all. <laughs> but yeah, dude. I mean, the Patriots. I mean. They just do this to the Jets every year. Um, they haven't won since like 2015. I that was a game I checked in because I like I said I didn't watch anything because uh, Steelers are playing. I really didn't. yeah. Like yeah. I I watched the one game because I was hungover laying in bed mm-hmm. and I had a hockey game at six. So I didn't yeah. really like I just watched one game. Um, but that's like I always kept checking on scores because I have bets. I have fantasy, mm-hmm. and that was the least surprising score at halftime. Like, <laughs> like all the other time, all the other games, like around halftime, it's like. Giants have five points. What they, uh, <laughs> the the Bengals are beating up on the Ravens. Like no, all of them, very shocking that I went to the Jets. Pass. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah makes sense. This is literally <laughs> makes hundred percent sense. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the Jets thing. Yeah, uh, Zach Wilson have... didn't have an interception in the last two weeks. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next up, uh, we both had the Patriots. We so both got the point there. Next up for the four o'clock games, the Raiders versus the Eagles. The Raiders, two-game winning streak with their new coach. They won 33-22. to uh, I mean, not much here. The Eagles stink. Eagles stink in that new, that new coach. It's killing it. Their Absolutely. car's looking good. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was without Waller, too. So that's huge. Yeah. Um, so good for the Raiders. Good for the Raiders. Uh, we both had the Raiders. We both got that point. Next up, the Detroit-style pick em. The Rams versus the Lions. The Rams won 28-19. Uh, so I had them under on that, so I got the extra point. Um, it was kind of close at first. It was like really close at first, but then the Rams just kind of you know, hey, we're better here. We should well pour this on for a little bit, bit there. I thought ex- I-, I took the over, and my reasoning was almost exactly what happened for a little bit there. It's yeah. it's always the Rams keep it close first half, second half they pull away. Mm-hmm. And they did that. It just didn't pull away enough. Yeah, exactly. and like they let, they let the lines score a little bit too much in the first they, half. They felt bad for golf. Yeah, they're like yeah. we're not gonna pour it on the guy. Absolutely, <laughs> Sean McVay is like, yeah, you know, he's a good guy. Yeah, come on, lay we, up just on. Had, we just had to do him like that. I feel so bad for Jared Goff. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's yeah, tough. 
Now, he, was not, he hasn't been a weenie of the week, but like I don't think he ever will because I don't want to do it. So I know he'll see it. Now I put the edge. <laughs> like look at this small ass podcast. I mean, he, he didn't ask for it. You know what I mean? Like it's not like he was demanding trades yeah. from L.A. Like they were just like, oh yeah, Matt Stafford, let's get rid of golf. It's like it's like having like the dopest childhood ever. Then your parents get divorced and you move the bum fuck nowhere with your mom. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what it, oh, the man. NFL career will come. You were in the Super Bowl with the Rams. Yeah. And yeah. next thing you know, you're just waking up in the middle Two of Detroit 0 and 7. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Um, next up, the Bucks versus the Bears. The Bucks showed up. The Bears showed up to kick a field goal, and that's about it. It's all ghosts. Three picks. Mike Evans poured it on them. Uh, mm-hmm. I think two touchdowns, three touchdowns, maybe. Yeah. Uh, good game. Good game for the Bucks. I mean, easy team to beat. Expected here. We both had the Bucks for that. We both got the point. Yep. Next up, the Cardinals versus the Texans. The Cardinals ported on the Texans, thirty-one to five. Uh, another weird safety for the Texans. Yeah, I, I bet the, I bet the spread for the Texans. Yeah. And that sucks. Twenty-one and a half points. Yeah. Stop. That's way too that many points. Spread? Yeah. Oh, that's insane. That's why I took the Texans. Yeah, I would too. I was like, dude, 21 and a half points <clears throat> is too many points. I mean, one touchdown, they're there. That's it. And they had the ball late in the game. I was like, please, just, yeah, just get a garbage time yeah. touchdown real quick. Yeah. Like, no. That's like, literally so one touchdown would have got me in. Then uh, we both had the Cardinals. both got the points there. Next up, the Sunday Night Football matchup, the Colts versus the 49ers. Horrible, horrible conditions. It was just pouring down rain the entire game. Um, but the Colts pulled out on top, 30-18. to 18. Carson Wentz had some pretty good plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had some good runs. He had a fumble early, but then he picked it up at the end of the game. Um, the running game obviously killed it. It was bad weather, so that was kind of expected. I see. This game sucked. It, it wasn't it. bad. It's just I don't really care for either team. You know, I this whole week was just really shitty bad. Yeah, it was. It was. I think we have some good ones this week, though. Yeah, I didn't even look ahead yet. Yeah, well, I mean, Thursday night football is already good. What is it? Packers, Cardinals. Yeah, you got the Steelers, Browns. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, you're right. There's already those two games I know so far are both Mm -hmm. insane games. Then Monday night football, the Saints versus the Seahawks. Uh, The Saints beat the Seahawks 13 to 10. Another rainy game. Uh, Kamara went off. It's a fun game to watch, though. Yeah, Kamara went off. James did what he had to do. James Uh, versus Gino. Yeah, Gino was just bad. The Seahawks are so – you really see how bad the Seahawks are when Russell Wilson is not there. Absolutely. They are god-awful. And they have, like, no running backs. Like, no running backs. The defense like, is trash. It's just being held up by, like, DK Metcalf, who, like – I feel like he's a good guy, but, like, he really doesn't get – I see him leaving this team soon. Yeah. I see him trying to get out of this situation. Yeah, I think it's one of those – actually, I feel like it's one of those – Russell's around, he'll stick around. Yeah, like it but, but But Russell already kind of was a, hey, I yeah. went out, so if he does get out, then DK's, DK's right behind gone. Yeah, right behind I him. think so, too. It's like Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. Um, so we both had, well, you had the Saints, I had the Seahawks, so you got that point. Uh, so overall, your score is now 78 and mine is 68, so you have a 10-point lead. Congratulations. I got the Detroit-style pick-ups down, though. I'll take All that. Right, that's fine. Silver linings. Yeah, you take Detroit every week. I'll take every other game. <laughs> um, so, all right, with that, let's take it over to injury updates. So, there, there's quite a few here. So, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard are on the COVID-19 list and will be missing Thursday Night Football. Oof. Stepping up to the plate, waiver wire targets include uh, Vandal Scantling and Randall Cobb. Yes, sir. 
Well, if it's up to me, I'd take Aaron Cobb over any day. So. 100%, 100%. If Aaron Cobb's available, go for him. Yeah, I think so too. Aaron Jones might have a big game as well. Uh, they're playing the Cardinals, though, so it's going to be a tough matchup. Yeah. Uh, next up, Broncos. Jerry uh, Wide receiver Jerry Judy is expected to return on Sunday for the Broncos. So that's Ooh. a big help for them. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely going to open up the field. Not saying they're going to be back to their 3 and selves, but they'll, they'll probably beat some teams they should. Yeah, know. it definitely gives their offense a little more firepower. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the Rams have slight optimism that running back Cam Akers can return to the team. They said if, and I just put in parentheses, when the team makes the playoffs. Yeah, they're winning the division. So they're nah. going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Cardinals. Yeah. yeah, the Cardinals. <laughs> but they'll make playoffs. Absolutely. They'll be, they'll be the five seed. At Absolutely. Least. Um, then Jets quarterback Zach Wilson is likely out for two weeks with a PCL sprain. Uh, so could, could be way worse. Could be way worse. Could be way worse. And then Patrick Holmes left early in the Chiefs' loss to the Titans with a concussion. It's looking like he's going to be playing on Sunday, but we'll you know keep monitoring mm-hmm. that and see what the outcome of that is. Then the Giants running back Saquon Barkley is likely going to be out until Week Nine versus Las Vegas. I have him in three of my leagues. Damn. By three, I mean every no <laughs> two of my three. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't have him in my work league. I mean Week Nine, so it's two weeks, and I think they have a bye, don't they? Yeah. So I mean that's not horrible. Yeah, but there's also I got to say one Barkley and trade for Derek Henry. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, that trade. Well, on paper, that trade's great, but Terry's been fine. Well, at the Henry. time, we also thought Derek Henry might digress a little bit. He still might. Though. He still might. Uh, and then Broncos linebacker Vaughn Miller left Thursday night football with a sprained ankle. His status for uh, this week is still unknown. So, that's the injury updates. Let's take it over to the headlines. Leading the headlines this week, Tom Brady completed his 600th TD pass. Uh, he, Mike Evans received the ball, and he gave it to a fan in the stands. The fan returned the ball to the ball boy, and the team and Brady are going to be collectively giving him two signed jerseys, a helmet from Brady, a signed Mike Evans jersey, and his game cleats, $1,000 credit at the team's store, and two season passes for the remainder of this season and for the 2022 season. Plus, Brady gave him one Bitcoin, <laughs> which is valued to be $60,000. I think it's like 59 point. I, it's yeah. been going up and down, everyone. It's like, it's mm-hmm. like the 62 to 59 range. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that, but holy shit. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, which he's the first quarterback to ever get 600 touchdown passes, so that makes sense why. Yeah, they valued that so much. Absolutely. Um, um, Originally, this was just a little behind the screen. Yeah, pull yeah. back the curtain. This is going to be my number one winnie of the week because at first it was only a replica. Rep, say the word. I can't say that word. There's only store credit. No, in a, in a replica ball. Replica, replica, oh, replica. 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 Yeah, replica ball. Yeah, replica ball and I can't remember. And $1,000 of store credit. And I was like, wow, that guy just gave away $500,000 for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now it made it one more worth it. Obviously, the ball is way higher in value. Mm-hmm. But you're the guy who gave the ball back, like, yeah. and you got very well compensated. Yeah. So he he, he kind of made out on the deal, I'd say. If you're a Bucks fan, I mean, I'd be like, that's cool. Like, dude, I got. I think the value two like, side jerseys in the home from Brady. Yeah. A jersey from Mike Evans, a game clue from Mike Evans. Plus, you ball out in the store, Christmas taken care of from everyone. Yeah. And you got a fucking Bitcoin. Plus, you get your five <laughs> minutes of fame. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'd be cool if that was me as a Steelers oh. fan. I'd be pumped with all that. And fucking season tickets. Yeah. For, and I'm sure they're great seats. And a half. 
I'm great there. I'm sure a great season. You can even sell half the games and only go to a couple mm-hmm. and make so much more money. So off that season too. tickets that includes playoffs, but that doesn't include Super Bowl, right? No, just team. No, I think it's just. Uh, I think it's regular season. Then you have to pay a little bit extra for playoffs. Oh, you have games. to like, opt in if they're and, home games. Yeah, yeah. You have to opt in and pay a little bit extra. I wonder if they'll just give them the playoff games. Probably. I I think so. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't, I'd fight that if I was him. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm sure they will. Six hundred. Um, 600 TD passes. I gave you the ball, man. Yeah. Give me the playoff games. <laughs> um, no, but how about an asshole is Mike Evans just giving that ball away? <laughs> just lack of awareness. <laughs> yeah. I was going to make him a weenie of the week for just not knowing nah, 600. You can't do that. That's, that's why I didn't. Like, he, yeah. like, people look at the graphic and be like, what the fuck is this guy on? Yeah. Like, Falcons crack or something? <laughs> like, I... I, I didn't put it because of that, but at the same time, mm-hmm. the man gave away 600 career yeah, passes. Exactly. Uh, next up, the Jets acquired quarterback Joe Flacco to trade with the Eagles. So Jets Super Bowl bound with the most elite quarterback ever. <laughs> That's what you're saying to me. He's so bad. <laughs> Remember, like we thought, like maybe he'd do something on the on the Eagles when he went there, and he did nothing. So it's probably going to be more I, the same. I don't understand. We I didn't tell you that. Oh wait, he was he was on the Jets last year. Actually, he was. That's crazy. He's back. Yeah, he played. He played whenever uh, Sam Darnold had mono and shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, or yeah, not mono. He was hurt last year. Mono was the year before. It's gonna be so bad. Yeah. Then uh, Bears head coach Matt Nagy announces that they tested positive for COVID nineteen, so he probably not be coaching the team this week, which might actually be good for the Bears. I'm take, I don't know who they're playing. The Bears are gonna win. Yeah, if it's not anything like outlandish, I might take him too. Yeah, honestly, it's like I could totally see Justin Fields balling out. Coming out game, like four touchdowns, maybe one pick. I know we're going to do the uh, pickums in a second here. I just want to look it up real yeah, quick. Yeah, kind of browse ahead, see who they're playing. Oh, wait, I can't. I'm right here. Um, 49ers. I think I'm going to take the Bears. There might not be Khalil Mack, though. But over under 39.5. That's oh. so low. But anyways, uh, let's move on. So I digress. As we mentioned... It is approaching the midseason for the NFL. Um, next week's going to be the midseason. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have much NFL news today, so we wanted to do Talking Dirty's midseason well, awards. What's kind of midseason? Because it's an odd number. Yeah, so it's, so like, it's like halfway half. through the week. Eight so and a half. We're technically on the half. No, no, no. We're, we're a week behind on that. Like a week and a half behind. This is week eight, though. We're approaching week eight. Yeah, I guess so. This is week eight. Yeah. Tomorrow is the first game of week eight. When they're listening right now, it's the start of week eight. That's true. So actually, after the one o'clock games, is the halfway point. Yeah. Okay. I'm full. I'm cool. With so that. we're only a couple we're of days ahead. Yeah, we're, we're only a couple days ahead. So, anyways, uh, so the way I did it, we've always been, we've always been saying this is the way it should be for the MVP. We have the quarterback MVP award. Nice. Right? I like it. So for the quarterback MVP, as much as I hate to say this, I'm, I want to give it to Lamar Jackson. It's hard to say after that loss to the Bengals, but the guy's been balling out through the air, and it's something that we've been saying has been some. It, it, he's need to prove his point in that in that regard as a quarterback, and he's finally doing it. And he's also running the ball well on the ground. Um, his team would be nothing without him, and they're doing well even without their top three running backs. And uh, Last week was the hindrance losing to the Bengals, but he'll bounce. The Ravens will bounce back fine. I think they'll probably split with the Bengals next time they play them. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, his ability to run the ball has not faltered at all. He's still a beast on the ground as well. 
No, I agree with you. I'm not. I don't agree with you. I yeah. agree. I, I I get what you're saying though. You agree with the take. I, I agree I with the take. Wanna... It is a kind of a harder take because what I would say is like, yeah, obviously Kyler Murray. If they if they stay undefeated for a long part of the season, yeah, should be Kyler Murray. But I see you have the biggest odds. And the chalk pick is Kyler Murray, and you're kind of going off. I'm trying to go away from the chalk pick, and, and I, I, I like, I like it that. Mm-hmm. Like I, now that I saw the odds, obviously I think Kyler Murray has the best chances, which mm-hmm. everyone does. The yeah. biggest odds of that. I mean, it'd be boring. But I kind of like, yeah, exactly. I kind of like your yeah. Lamar Jackson. It'd be thing. boring if I came in here and said Kyler Murray. And He's all went to the shit. odds and did yeah. all that. No, no, I, okay, I like your pick. I like but your, your pick. Vegas odds right now for MVP are Kyler Murray at plus three fifty, Dak Prescott at plus four hundred, Josh Allen at plus four fifty. Tom Brady at plus 700, which I think he can win it too if he breaks his TD yeah. record. And then Lamar Jackson is plus 1,200. Tom Brady would probably be the oldest MVP in any league ever, honestly. Yeah, I think he would be, and that would be something sports center would shove down your throat if he wanted to. Yeah. Then the MVP it. for non-quarterbacks, I mean, I have Derrick Henry. Yeah. No surprise here, the guy's a goddamn tank on the field. This season even more so. He's doing things that he does later in the year, but he's doing it consistently this year. And he's literally carrying the Titans on his back and leading them to the division winner. Um, and he's really the only non-quarterback option for MVP. There's I didn't even put Vegas odds because if there wasn't court, like every every MVP odds is quarterback, 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 and then Derrick Henry's in there. Yeah. Um, I obviously agree. This is my 50 yarder last week. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it should be him yeah. as long as he keeps it up the pace. Exactly. And then for uh, Defensive Player of the Year, I have T.J. Watt. Maybe a homer pick here, but the man literally won us two games by his own ability. And he, if he had been present for all of the games, maybe we'd be, we would be up there up top the north of the AFC North. I don't think we'd lose the Raiders game if he sticks around. I don't yeah. think we'd lose the Bengals game. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, no, I, I obviously agree this pick is a homer. Um, the only thing I think would be in the way, I don't think Miles Garrett has the best odds here. Yeah, I don't think he'll win. I think it's gonna be between TJ or Diggs. If yeah. if Diggs keeps it keeps up. it up and breaks the record for most interceptions in the season, which he's on pace to, mm-hmm. I think he will easily win it. If yeah. he falls off like you predicted last week when you're chewing on this, and I agreed with, mm-hmm. then I think TJ Watt will win it. Um, the Vegas odds, like we we're kind of alluding to, Miles Garrett is the leader right now with plus three fifty. Trayvon Diggs on the Cowboys is uh, number two at plus 500, and uh, TJ Watt is plus 600 at number three. Next up, Rookie of the Year. I have Jamar Chase. It's really not hard to pick Jamar Chase after the week he just had against the Ravens with 202 yards, but overall, this guy's been a stud. I was initially concerned about the Bengals' offensive line and actually getting the ball to Lamar, but or Jamar, sorry, but uh, the problem has been no issue for Burrow. The guy's literally on pace to break Randy Moss's rookie record so far, and from there, the sky's the limit. Jamar Chase is currently the favorite for the Rookie of the Year with minus 138. Then uh, Mac Jones is plus 400, next up. Mm-hmm. Then Trevor Lawrence is plus 700, and Najee Harris is plus 900 for them. Yeah, I mean, I, there's there's no way you can get anyone but Jamar Chase as a Yeah, I think if the Patriots sneak into the playoffs, Mac Jones could be a little dark horse for that. Mm-hmm. But if, if like you're but saying, Jamar if Chase Jamar Chase breaks Randy Moss, yeah. like you have to. And Najee Harris, maybe, if, I don't know, maybe some crazy shit happens and Najee could be in there. I don't think Lawrence wins this award by any shot. No, absolutely not. Uh, and then comeback player of the year. I mean, I think it's Dak Prescott. As much as I hate picking this uh, comeback player of the year because of injuries they come back from. Uh, my other hopefuls for this award were Jameis and Wentz, and that's not just not looking strong at this point in the season. Perhaps if one of them pr- uh, presses on the gas pedal a little bit, they can sneak the win here. Um, Vegas odds right now have Dak at minus 300 for the 
uh, comeback player of the year. Burroughs plus 700. Winston's plus 1,500. Uh, Bosa is plus 2,000. And Wentz is plus 2,500. Um, I think Dak Prescott is the obvious pick for this award. Yeah. However, Joe Burrow. The, they, if the Bengals keep it up, I think I can see Joe Burrow getting this. Obviously, Dak it's Prescott. It's going to be one of the emotional things, though. Well, he got his because he got his ACL like shattered. Yeah, but like Dak Prescott's leg injury blew up on the internet, and yeah, he left on the car crying, and it's the Cowboys, and you know, it's, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And and the Cowboys I, technically have a better record right now than the Bengals. They both have one loss, right? No, the Bengals have two losses. The Cowboys have one. Yeah, I guess the Packers and then who else? Who the Bengals? They lost to the Packers, and they lost to, uh, I don't even know. I can't go ahead that far, or behind that far. Like, I'll look, I'll look, I'll look, I'll look. I'll look. It, it was, I, they beat the Vikings, they beat the Lions, they beat the Ravens. The Ravens. They lost to the Packers. I can't remember who they lost to. Huh? I'm sorry, just my thing's loading. Ah, it's loading. Then the Cowboys only lost to the Bucks week one. Yeah, they haven't lost the Pats in every time they didn't, though. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, yeah, Bengals do have two losses. Oh, the Bears. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a tough one. But yeah, so I mean, I think that's just like the obvious pick there. I, right, there's yeah. just nothing you can really say against it. Um, then I added in some, uh, Talkin' Dirty awards here. So we got two categories here. The first one up, Talkin' Dirty's Disappointments of the Year. All right, so we have some options here. Um, we're going to pick the front runner from this list, unless you have another one you want to toss in. I have number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Absolutely. Um, obviously this team is supposed to be the number one seed in the AFC every single year, and this year they're not even in the first place of their own division. Yeah. They're not even... Second or third place in their division. Yeah. Or they might be. They might <coughs> they're be third. They're third. Yeah, they're third now. They're the Broncos. Next up, I have the Washington football team defense. This defense was a force to be reckoned with last year with Chase Young leading the pack. And this year, they didn't really lose any pieces. And this year, they're just abysmal. They are so I, bad. I, I drafted them. Yeah. It was one of like the second or third defenses fucking off the board because mm-hmm. I thought they were going to kill it. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, I have the Miami Dolphins next. You know, this is a team that was looking very promising. I mean, Tua, you know, we had questions with Tua. But, you know, the team as a whole was looking pretty good. Miles Gaskin was looking like a great new running back, fresh off the block. The defense was pretty incredible last year. And this year, they're just horrible. Um, I, th- I put the, this Dolphins defense up there with the Washington football team last yeah. year. They looked really good. And this year, they just look like they're a whole new defense, even though they're really not. Yeah. And then my last disappointment of the year, I have rookie quarterbacks. Absolutely. All the rookie quarterbacks. I mean, Mac Jones is looking a little bit better than the rest, but, like, all of them look like shit. Even Trevor Lawrence, like, obviously no one knew. Everyone knew that the Jaguars weren't going to win, even with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, But I thought Trevor Lawrence was going to be out there throwing 400 yards fucking a game, and they lose by, like, 20 because the defense sucks. I thought he'd get to at least, like, 4,000 yards. Yeah, he he just looks very average. Yeah. And... Zach Wilson obviously stinks, and Justin Fields 
Maybe it's coaching, maybe it's the system, but he's just not looking good either. We really seen Trey Lance trans. yet. Trey Lance we haven't seen much of, but even when he's it's played... one game been, and it's been very eh yeah. against the Cardinals. And I'm starting to think, man, maybe the time of rookie quarterbacks... I think you've alluded this before, but maybe the time for like first-round rookie quarterbacks just taking the helm, first thing week one, mm-hmm. maybe it's a thing of the past. That's what I, I've been saying that forever. I think... Well, so I think that that's the case... For some quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, Matt Jones has been okay as a starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Fields, the rest of the team sucks, but like, yeah. whatever, everything's clicking and the game plan's playing for him, he looks okay. Yeah. But no, yeah, like Trevor Lawrence, I think they gave him the helms right off the, off the bat. I think they should have started Garner Menchu because they realized, hey, our team's not good. Yeah. Let's have him like just see what it's like from the sidelines, and then next year we'll like keep building yeah that's what that's what Patrick Mahomes with Alex Smith Mm -hmm. like that's what certain quarterbacks you just can't give to right away if you have a not a good team you shouldn't start your rookie yeah and there's some outliers to this recently like Burrow and Herbert well Herbert didn't start Tyra Taylor did oh yeah that's right they they were doing that (laughs) that's they were doing what I'm saying with uh, Justin Herbert until like week four or five well still Burrow but yeah Burrow yeah it's I think it might be a thing in the past. Kyler Murray was great off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like that's what that goes to your point. Yeah, Josh Allen was shaky at first, but he eventually he sat got behind Tyrod. You're right for a little bit. Then Baker, mm-hmm. like it, 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 Lamar yeah. sat behind Joe Flacco. Yeah, like like you know what I mean. Like all these good quarterbacks. Think about the best quarterbacks in the league right now. They did not start right away. Wait, did Lamar sit behind Flacco? Yeah, they only use him as a gadget player for the first year. Oh, okay. They only use him like a running back. Like I thought, Flacco wide. was gone at that point. As okay, Flacco's so last year with the Ravens was Lamar was being used as a gadget player. Okay. Then the, at near the end of the year, Flacco got hurt, and oh. he had like a string of good games that got them the playoff spot. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, no, he they just pulled him. Like, they used to take him home with, yeah. with Lamar. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, is there a winner you'd give to that? Uh, Washington football team defense. Really, not the Chiefs. No, I think the Chiefs. They'll bounce back. I think they'll bounce back. Um. Yeah. Maybe come playoff time if they could sneak in. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, I just think the Washington football team defense just like there's no signs of what the defense was last year at all. Yeah. Like yeah. like that's like why I get gotta give it the biggest disappointment. They've been playing some tough teams, but there's some bad losses there. <laughs> and they're just like the defense looks off. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like it's not like it's a team game, but like, the defense has yeah. been very So we'll keep an eye on those and we'll at the end of the year we'll have our mm-hmm. final season award winners. If I had to rank them, I'd go defense, Washington football team defense, Chiefs. Uh, Dolphins. I, I I don't think the rookie quarterbacks are they're disappointing compared to the last couple seasons, but like compared to these ones, yeah, they're not I, that disappointing. Then uh, next award I have for talking dirty is talking dirty's clown of the year. So these are pretty much obvious, but the front runners include John Gruden and Deshaun Watson. Is there anyone else you'd throw in that mix? I couldn't think of anybody else. I'm, I'm thinking it's tough. Matt Nagy, <laughs> just because. <laughs> Yeah, he's an awful coach. Uh, Jackson Mahomes. He's. I'm not giving him NFL awards. I'm, even if it's clown of the year, I'm not giving it to him. He doesn't deserve that. I'm trying to think of my weenies of the week. <laughs> we could probably just play off of those. Yeah, I'm pulling off. Real quick. I'm pulling off real quick. I I don't think we've been doing it that long, but there are many. There's a, there's a couple. I I see three three different graphics for it right now. So, uh, oh, there's four. Okay, the Titans, the Steelers, Texans, Gruden, kickers, fans in London, 
Jackson Mahomes and Dolphins Bears fans than this week's. Um, I, I got to go with Gruden, though. Yeah. The yeah. fact that, like, the fact that, like, they warned him, like, hey, emails about to drop. Here's just one. Any coach, I think he lost that week. And then yeah. he got to resign on Monday. Yeah. He resigned in the middle of the season. Obviously, Deshaun Watson, he's a rapist and he, he's a clown for that. But, like, that was more of an offseason clown. But, yeah, that's the. Uh, Gruden has to be the clown of the year. But, yeah, that's the uh, midseason awards. Um, we also wanted to check in on our fantasy game. So, whenever we started the season, mm-hmm. uh, your brother Rob, yourself, and me. We picked fantasy teams based off of, you know, whatever the projections were at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And we have a total right now for, you know, we don't have to go into the teams we have, right? Yeah, no, you can, I, I put it on the story. So if you're, by the time you're listening to this, if it's like not 8 yeah. o'clock at night, <laughs> Thursday night, you will be able to see them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get into the list, but you want to go through the scores? Yeah, so Ryan is currently in the league with 700.52 points. I am in second with 599.4, and Rob is in last with 548.42. So you have a very strong lead. Yeah, um, just looking <coughs> – sorry, just looking at him, um, yeah. it's injury. Yeah, it's injury, injury. for – I have McCaffrey, that you have Derrick Henry. And you have the Washington football team defense. And I have the Washington football team defense. That's my biggest hint. Rob has – Patrick Mahomes played it, eh. Saquon, Kittle. Yeah, like, yeah. Um. But yeah. my, my only thing, yeah, my only thing was Alvin Cook, and he still did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, let's take it over to segments now. So uh, first up, guys, grandiose gangs. Mm. All right, so I'm gonna lay them on you. And tell me what you think. First up, Cardinals number one. They're killing it. Big test this week, Thursday night football. If they can uh, beat the Packers pretty, pretty well handedly here, it's gonna solidify them in that number one spot. Absolutely. Number Absolutely. two, number two, the Bucks. They're beating up on bad teams, but there's really nothing to say that they deserve any, any of a lower spot at this point to me. Mm-hmm. Third, I have the Rams. Again, kind of beating up on bad teams, but they're still a great football team. They did lose to the Bucks, so they're below them right now in my power rankings. Then I have the Bills. Uh, they're coming off a of bye week, so we'll see how they perform in that in that category. But they're a great football team. Uh, they just need a little bit more of a running game for me. Need to bounce back a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that tough loss to the Titans. Then uh, next up, I have the Packers. Big test for the Packers this week. If they can dethrone the Cardinals, they're going to be shooting up in my power rankings. So let's see if they can do it this week. Right now, I have them at number five. Number six, I have the Titans. They had a big win over the Bills, obviously, and then they had an even bigger win over the Chiefs this last week. Uh, they jumped from not on this list to in this list very quickly. Or no, I think they were 10th last week. But yeah, they shot up to number six. They're looking like a great football team, all being carried by Derrick Henry. Uh, this team can really shoot up if Brian Tannehill can figure it out with A.J. Brown and with Julio Jones. He started to figure it out with A.J. Brown last week. Let's see if that can continue. Mm-hmm. Next up, I have the Cowboys. Again, another bye week team, so it's tough to move them around that much. Yeah. Um, yeah, so nothing much to really say here. Number uh, eight, I have the Bengals. So they are top of the AFC, but this team had a really, really strong win against the Ravens, and that definitely deserves a lot of credit here. So I'm going to put them at number seven. I don't know if they could beat the very top dogs in the AFC at this point. They might be able to beat the Titans, but I think the Titans have more sound victories right now that I'm putting them higher. Okay. Number nine, I have the Raiders. Um the new coaching system's looking great for the Raiders. Derek Carr is looking 
possibly elite, and they're doing this all without their star tight end, Darren Waller. So it's all looking good for the Raiders. They're number nine for me. I agree. Number 10, I have the Ravens. Tough loss against the Bungles. Um, this week they're going into a bye. I think they have some bounce-back wins that are coming up on the schedule. Though. They'll probably get back up higher on the list. And I'm sure the Ravens will be fine, but, you know, they just got to move down the list because they did lose pretty badly to the Bengals. Absolutely. And, I, and number 11, if I could put them in, it'd be the Chargers. By week, they didn't do anything, and it's hard to put them on this list above the Ravens because the they last got, game they played got shit. They got the smacked rocks. by the Ravens, yeah. So that's your uh, grandiose gangs of the week. Uh, I agree with you this week. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other one is, like, if I could do, like, a just outside top 10, like the Chargers, I think the Browns. Yeah. Obviously, they, they played at the Broncos. It's not great on uh, Thursday night. But they had nobody. But they had nobody, and they still put all the victories. Yep. Um, I mean, I hate the Browns, but they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see if they win this week. But, um, real quick, before I get my weenies, I, f- I forgot to mention this. It happened right as we were recording the basketball notification. I was going yeah. on there. Um, Saints, I mean, uh, Texans trade Mark Ingram. To the Saints. To the Saints. Wow. The return. The return. The return. It's not anything Ingram. crazy. It's not like breaking news type situation. Yeah. But I mean, I don't I think... Just, I just saw it whenever you were talking about... One of the work names you said recently triggered me. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. Saints are one of those recording. just outside the top 10 for me on their power on power rankings. They're, they're a team that you can't trust. Yeah. You can't trust them, but like they're them. good enough to make the playoffs and win some games. Absolutely. All right. That, I, yeah. This is one of the first times I, don't, I wouldn't trade any, I'd swap anything out. So good job. All right. We decided to win of the week. Weenies of the week. Top yeah. three. Uh, from three to one, as we do, number one, number three, that reporter who asked Mike Tomlin about the <laughs> USC coaching job. Uh, <laughs> I hope you saw it. I'm sure you did, but if you're listening, you haven't seen it. Go look it up. Uh, basically, in the press conference, uh, Tom, they asked Tomlin, "Hey, USC coaching jobs open? Would you ever do that?" Tomlin got pissed. Said it's like the greatest job ever. Yeah, rightfully the so. The greatest Tomlinism in the last couple years. Uh, and, and never say never, but I'm gonna say never. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a hilarious like Tomlinism. Never yeah. say never, but never. That's what it was. Never yeah. say never. Pause, but never. Um, yeah, he actually got pissed. I think he got up and laughed after that. Yeah, I would too. I would too. That's the stupidest question. I mean, the I mean the guy. I, again, I have my things with Tomlin as a Steelers coach, but he's a great NFL head coach, and I think even he's if he was on the Steelers, coach. he's not a college coach. Yeah, he'd find another good job in the NFL. Absolutely. If we ever yeah, if you ever move on from here, he's gonna get. So many offers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's not college. So, yeah. Uh, that reporter is number three. Number two, Sam Darnold. Uh, yeah. He's seeing ghosts again. He's seeing... He, he tricked everyone. They played a shitty seeing, bunch like, of teams at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Dude, people said he was going to win MVP for a little bit. Remember the beginning of the season where like, maybe he'll win MVP. He's been absolutely like, killing it. I can see maybe saying comeback player of the year. No, but a lot of people were saying MVP that's after insane. the first three weeks. I mean, he had like... Just as much rushing touchdowns, he had passing touchdowns, like no interceptions early yeah. on. Like he had insane numbers, but then everyone realized, oh, they're not playing anyone. Yeah. Playing so now they're playing a tough defense. He's in, he's in his own head. He sucks. Um, the number one weenie of the week, um, he could be the weenie of the week every week. It's Commissioner Roger Goodell. <laughs> um, the reason he's weenie of the week in particular this week, he came out and said he will not be releasing any of the investigation about the Washington football team which scandal. Which is <laughs> Which is like. Bro, what are you hiding? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like you release enough to like get Gruden to resign, but you're not gonna just like release about your buddy Dan Schneider. Yeah. And then another thing is he is uh, refusing to 
talk about what he's going to do with Deshaun Watson if he does get traded. Like, he's he's not saying, hey, maybe he's going to suspend it or, hey, he's, he's going to play. Like, they've been asking him, hey, what if Deshaun Watson gets traded to a team? What's going to happen? He's like, I don't really, I'm not going to say anything about that right now. Yeah. So he's not talking about Deshaun Watson. He's not talking about the Washington football team. And I think silence is very sketchy from a corrupt commissioner. And I yeah. think he is the we need of the week. I feel that. I feel that. I'm with that. Yeah. All right. Let's take it over to our 50-yarders. Let's sign it real quick. He'd be the Nets. Nice. Nice. Yeah, the Nets are good, dude. Take a fork in them. Uh, anyway, so do you want me to go first or you? Um, well, I, I I think yours is more of a like a better hot take, so I'll go first. Okay. We'll save your second. Okay. I, I'm reading yours. I, I think yours is better than mine. Get, get your pipe ready, dude. I know. My, I love it. Uh, mine, it's not that crazy, mm-hmm. but right now it kind of seems crazy, and I have money on this. Okay. The Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl. They're going to bounce back winning the Super Bowl. Okay. So okay. they have been really shaky. Their this defense sucks. bet on them. Yeah. Dude, they are plus 1100 <sighs> So I threw 20 bucks on it. Why not? To win like 100 some dollars. Yeah. And like if they make the playoffs, anything can happen. Yeah. Because yeah. I was looking at it the other day because I was like, dude, the, the Chiefs have been bad. Like, let's look at their odds are. Then I saw it was plus, if it was, if it was plus over 1,000, I was like, I don't know about it. Yeah. It was plus 1,100 or plus 1,200. Yeah. So I said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I'm calling that Andrew Reid's a co- good coach. This team is won and then went back to Super Bowl, back to back years. Mm-hmm. They are Super Bowl ready teams. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with Patrick Mahomes. I know it's going on with the defense. They just suck. And they've been sucking. But they've been bad. Yeah. So I think if the Chiefs want to, any day now, Mahomes is going to turn on the Jets and no look pass downfield to uh, Tyreek. And everything's going to be all Chiefs or again. Or Josh um, Gordon. I think, I think they still have a chance to win their division. Mm-hmm. I still think they have a chance if they don't make a really high wild card seed. Then when you get to the playoffs, it's anyone's game. Yeah. The trade yeah. downs coming up. Maybe they get some vet guys on defense to try to bulk up the defense a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think it's out of the realm of realm of it's not impossible. Yeah. For them to, to turn this bad. ship around and make the playoffs and win the Super Bowl, and that those odds are just so good that I this is basically an excuse for me to talk about how great of odds I got on the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. No, yeah, I feel that. Um, and I definitely agree. Um, yeah, they're just they're, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's it's just a one. weird thing right now. As long as they can beat their divisional opponents, they'll be fine. Which I think if they get 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 it rolling, yeah, I think they definitely can. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So they're three and four right now. Yeah. They they got the Giants. Yeah. Cake. Yeah. Then they got the Packers, Raiders, Cowboys, yeah. which three tough team games in a row. They got the bye week to recover. Then they got the if Broncos. They can win two of those three, they'll be good. They'll be back. Yeah. Then at the second season, Broncos. Easy. Raiders. I think if they they can they'll split. split at least. Yeah. So. The Chargers, Chargers won last time. I think they can split. Mm-hmm. Us, I hate to say it, if they're in full form, they're going to kick our yeah, ass. Yeah, because they're going to have some tough opponents under their belt. As long as yeah. they're not completely abysmal at that point. Yeah. The Bengals and Broncos. Bengals might be interesting. Yeah, but regardless, I think I think I think they can, I think they definitely can bounce back. Yeah, and I think sneak in. the I think the best thing for them is they're playing the Giants this week, so they can just shit on the like if the Giants is at home too. They're going to shit. The Giants are come to town. They're going to shit on them. Everyone's going to get their confidence back. And then they're going to be all hyped up the next three competitive games. Yeah. yeah. And if they just get two of those three, they are back, I think. All right. So, like I said, get your crack pipe ready. It's already ready. Because my 50-yarder is the Falcons can sneak into the playoffs as a seventh seed. So, I'm going to preface this. Thought long about this, but the NFC seventh seed is pretty wide open at this moment. 
And the bottom half of the NFC is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, the only team I can see beating them to it is the Vikings, or if Seattle picks it up when Russ comes back. But I think it's based off the strength of schedule for the Falcons, and they actually have a shot here if they can beat all of the teams they're playing that are under 500. Because the Vikings have a very tough schedule. Yeah. I was do. looking at they still have to play the Packers twice. They have, uh, I think... Okay, I have the, the schedule spoiled. That's what I'm doing right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So, so Vikings. I'll, all right. I'll, do you want to go Vikings or Falcons first? I'll read them all. Go, va- go Vikings. Vikings, they have um, the Cowboys. Tough. Ra- Ravens. Tough. Chargers. Tough. Packers. Tough. 49ers. Could win. Lions. Win. Us. Tough. Bears. Probably a win. Rams. Tough. Packers. Tough. Bears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. That's and tough. Like, they're that a good tough. team, but I don't think they can do it. Um, and, then and they're the, playing the, the Cowboys on Sunday night. So, like, are we going to – this is Kirk Cousins' first primetime game all year. All right, dude. You know? I, 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 I'm hitting this crap. Right? <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Falcons got the Panthers. The Panthers are looking bad. They can win that. Saints, never know what you're going to get. Never know what you're going to get. That's divisional. Yeah, Cowboys lost. Cowboys lost. Pats, never know what you're going to get. Never know what you're going to get. Jaguars win. Jaguars win. Bucks lost. Bucks lost. Panthers win. 49ers toss up. Although, Falcons have two potential revenge games in that with the Patriots and the Bucks against Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. They could get frisky. Absolutely. They, Probably not. So, the Panthers, and that's another win. 49ers up in the air. Lions. 49ers, win. I think they can win that. Lions, they should win. Bills, Week 17. That's a loss. Yeah, and then Saints. Unless the Bills are sitting. Oh, wait, no. That's, it's not the last week. Yeah, it's not the last week. I think the Falcons can do it. I think they can, I think, too. I think it's the crazy, but, like, and then, like, there's no other, like, unless Seattle, unless Russ comes back and they turn on, the, they hit the gas pedal and they make the playoffs, they can do it. But there's stuff that the Rams probably, uh, after he comes back, they still probably play the Rams once, at least once. Cardinals twice. Cardinals twice, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be tough. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I agree with the Falcons. I think the Falcons can actually the pull this off, man. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Falcons um, playoff odds, boost that shit. Uh, so, right now, just speaking as right now, the Falcons already have a head start on the Seahawks. They have a better, they have more wins. Seahawks are going to win this week. They play the Jaguars. Then bye. Then Russell Wilson will come back. Packers, Cardinals. Oof. Washington, Easy. either or. 49ers, either or, because it's divisional. Either or, yeah. Texans win. Yeah. Rams loss. Yeah. Bears win if Russ is playing. Lions win if Russ is playing. Cardinals loss. Yeah. Unless the Cardinals are sitting people. But. That could be a hindrance. But still, they're also a game behind the Falcons right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's what I mean, man. It's crazy, but like, it could fucking happen. I know. I, I thought mean, about this because I was like, am I really going to hit the crack pipe for the rest of the season? I mean, because imagine if the Falcons do get on the roll. Like, those up in the air games like the 49ers or yeah. like the Saints. They could just be riding off of Matty Ice being like Matty Ice, Calvin Ridley killing it. Like Kyle Pitts killing they, it. That that offense is good. Kyle Pitts has ha- he had two hundred ga- yard games in a row. He's coming yeah. into his own form here. Um, Calvin Ridley's obviously a big Cordell threat. Patterson. Cordell Patterson. He's been lackluster a little bit recently, but if he can, you know, step Mike back Davis up has too. But Mike Davis also has potential to just Mike like, Davis go off had such a bad game last week. I know. I know. But I <laughs> but uh, yeah, I needed him. I had all my guys on by. Sam. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I can see them doing it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the crack. Maybe it's just me. No, I'm I'm on the crack too with you. I'm right there with you. All right, but uh, let, with that, let's take it over to our week eight pickums. All right, all right. Wait, let me get my paper. Right I'm up. I'm up ten. Yeah, you're up. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, bud, you're up. I know. There's gonna be one year. If it makes you feel any better, because of the Steelers superstition thing that Kansas is making us do, like I think you might get a point on us this week. I mean, maybe it depends. I mean, yeah, I mean, come, come we'll get to, to that game. Comes down to Baker. Yeah. Um. All right. Thursday night game: Packers, Cardinals in Arizona. Cardinals are favored by six and a half. I would probably take the Packers on that. I mean, I'm picking the Cardinals, but like. Well, spread? Spread-wise, I might take the Packers. And mostly the Cardinals? Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals, they just got to prove me wrong before I don't pick them. I mean, obviously, I think the Cardinals aren't going to go undefeated. I think there's going to be a week they lose, though. This could be a potential. Uh-huh. <sighs> Sorry, hold on. No, you're good. <clears throat> you looking at their schedule? I mean, they're in a tough division. Oh, they're oh, going to oh, lose oh. one to their division. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to split with the Rams. Give me the Packers. Really? Give me the Packers. Really? Yeah. That's bold. They got they got a stretch of three easy games coming up. And then a bye. I, I don't see them going to the bye completely undefeated still. Okay. That's fair. That's um, fair. Yeah. I God mean, damn it. You're going to win it now, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to piss me off. I, I, I think, think primetime. It's time, games like this. Primetime Aaron Rodgers yeah. is great, too. Because, like, you're in the point where you have that lead where you can do these picks where, like, I could do them, too, but, like, I'm not in that comfortable lead, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, get this wrong. I'm like, still I'm kinda, up 10. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, kind of doomed. Yeah, you yeah. have to get chalked pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I have to. All right, 1 o'clock games. You have the Dolphins at the Bills. The Bills are 14-point favorites. That's going to be higher than that. Yeah, I agree. The Bills are going to shit rock them. <laughs> have you got the pipe? Huh? Do you got the pipe on you? Yeah, what, what was it, Panthers? Panthers at Falcons. Falcons, three-point favorites. Falcons. Absolutely, <laughs> bud. <laughs> I'm on a bender right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a Falcons dude. bender. Dude, we're strong in the Falcons right now, dude. Dude, so who did they play last week? Uh, uh, Bye, right? The Dolphins. Oh, yeah, they shit rocked the Dolphins. Well, they didn't shit rock them, but... They won. Yeah, they won. Then I got... I, I'm pretty sure the week after... Before that, they were on bye, but the week before that, I had them against the Jets in London. Yeah. I'm on a bender. I picked them the last three games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. I All picked right. I picked them... The No, I had the Dolphins. Yeah. No, wait, I have the Falcons. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, we both have Falcons. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I'm on Bender as well. Yeah, we're on Bender. <laughs> well, you're on him. This is the second game, Bender. I'm a little bit. I got you back in. I had him on the Jets. Oh, you had the Jets. Oh, I did. Yeah, Meter talked you into it. Yeah, Meter's Meter talked you into the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you were you're about to fall off the wagon, and then your sponsor came. They had that win. But then then, was, you, then yeah. you saw how how much fun I had on the bender. And you're like, yeah. fuck it, I jump back off the yeah. top of the wagon. Yeah. Um. All right. Next, we got the Bungles in New York versus the Jets. The Bengals are ten and a half point favorites. Yeah, Bengals, especially yes, Joe Flacco's. Point. He knows the Bengals. He does know the Bengals. Jets might cover. No, I, was, I just said that as a joke. Is yeah, it's a completely different cover. This is a completely different Bengals team than would last on Jeff Flacco. But they might cover. New coaching staff, everything. Um, No, they won't cover, actually. No, they're going to get one. He's just learning the offense today. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Titans versus Colts in Indianapolis. Colts are one-point favorite. Really? One point. That's insane. I'm going Titans because they just beat the Bills and the Chiefs. I think they're on a roll. I think, yeah, short week for the Colts to – oh, not short week. But uh, 
Damn. So the last time they played is 25-16. I'm tempted because I don't think the Titans are that good. And the run defense is kind of decent. Although, these are also these are also type, these are also the uh, coin flip games that if you have a feeling about the Colts, I'm not trying to push you on their side of the Titans. I'm just saying these are the type of games that if I had a gut feeling about, I'm, it, I'm Colts. going for you know Colts. Because yeah, absolutely. If you have a feeling about it, their favorite, like I'd go for it. I'm go- I, I'm so confident about the Titans, but at the same time, like if you have a feeling about the favorites, I do have a feeling about the Colts though. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's yes. weird. But I don't like, want you. I, I'm being I'm being a good opponent and not letting you talk yourself out. Because it's like it's like you gotta go with your gut. But it's like the Titans should be favored, right? And they're now. not, and they're not, and why? Yeah. So people are gonna take the Titans in this situation because they're underdogs, and everyone's gonna be on the Titans. And then the Colts win, yeah. Because Vegas. Do you, do you ever watch uh, Sports Advisors from Barstool? Yeah, yeah. That's a man in the suit. Pick. Yeah, there's a man in the suit pick as the Titans. Or vice versa. Yeah, man the man suit picks the Colts. It's the it's the opposite of what yeah. everyone else is doing. Exactly. Um. All right. Next game. Eagles in Detroit. Detroit style pick them. Three and a half point favorite <sighs> Why by Eagles. Damn. It's your turn to pick. I'm going Lions. You're going Lions. I'm going Lions. You think this is it? It's in Detroit. This is probably their only chance at a win. Let me go. Let me go. They do have the Falcons, which I know we're high on the Falcons right now, but that is a game they could potentially win. Based so on they, so they have the Eagles, then they go to the bye, then they got us, the Browns, the Bears, <laughs> the Vikings, the Broncos, the Cardinals, the Falcons, the Seahawks, the Packers. The Falcons is the only game after the bye. Besides this, I can see them winning. I hate to say it, but the Steelers, they might. Mm. They might. Mm. I don't think we so. We play dude. down. I, I don't think so. I think this is their win. I think this is their win. I mean, I'll go Eagles, and we'll just do that. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Because if you wanted to go lines, we could do. I would have to give how much they're going to win by, like yeah, minus yeah, like plus spread. Yeah, but if you're if you're going opposite, yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm kind of still on the train that they're just going to go on 17. It's just going to be the very biggest disappointment. Yeah, in NFL history. I mean, I I, I 100% agree that could happen. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm I'm more thinking. If it's not going to happen, this is the week they're going to get. I just think the Eagles, yes, they're bad, but they're better than the Lions. Yeah, are they? The Lions play competitive against a lot of teams. They end up losing barely. And the Eagles' defense is so bad. Jalen Hurts or Jared Goff? Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Miles Sanders or DeAndre Swift? Miles Sanders isn't playing. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's uh, 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 Gainley. Gainley. Kenneth Gainley. Yeah. Uh, and, so then the, the, the and then the receiver core, even though the Eagles is atrocious with receivers, it's better than the Lions. But Hawkinson's a better tight end than whoever the fuck they Goddard. Goddard. I don't know. I think Hawkinson's better. Yeah, probably on paper. I mean, I get the whole anti-Lions thing. Like, like, yeah. we, we picked the Detroit style like for a reason. Yeah. I know they suck. I just think they, they're not going to lose every single game. And this is going to be the game they pulled off. Um... All right, next one o'clock game. We have the 49ers in Chicago versus the Bears. 49ers are four-point favorites. Oh, and the, I'm taking no Matt Nagy. I'm taking the Bears. You're taking the Bears. I think we talk, we talked about that when we were talking about yeah. Matt Nagy. Yeah. Um, I, I said it then. I'm not going to back away from my gut feeling. Um, I'm kind of feeling that as well. But I'm going to go with the 49ers because Khalil Mack might not play. Mm-hmm. And that's a big hit. Um, and the 49ers, they're, they're decent. 
they're decent. They can win some games, and I think this is a team, if they don't have Khalil Mack, they can run all over this defense. Absolutely. Um, and Justin Fields, I mean, this is this is I think this might be a make or break game for Justin Fields. There's I agree. no there's no Matt Nagy hindrance. This is a team that you should be able to beat. And if you stink, I think you're done. Yeah, I agree. And if you're good, then I think Luther you go at home. This is this is it. If he does good in this game though, this could be the starting point of Matt Nagy finally being fired. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So I'll go 49ers. All right. Next one o'clock game. The Rams in Houston versus the Texans. The Rams are 14 and a half point, point favorites. Rams. Yeah, no question. All right. Next. I mean, the last one o'clock game. Stillers. Browns. Versus the Brownies in Cleveland. The Browns are three and a half point favorites. Obviously, we I have to get Steelers. You have to get Browns if we want the Steelers to win in real life. Yeah. Um. So, but but okay. But if we didn't have to do that, would you still take the Browns? Uh well, it comes down to Baker for me. I mean, Case Keenum they did good against the Broncos, but the Broncos are not as good as the Steelers right now. So I think if Baker does play, the Browns can win. And I think they would win. Unfortunately, especially I, if Nick Chubb and Baker are back. Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's, it's tough. tough. It's tough. Um, I but it is it's a, it's at home, right? It's no, it's in Cleveland. Yeah. So, but see, I think this is the I thought this entire week revenge game. I think this is the game where they're like, ah, the Browns are better than the Steelers. Steelers fucking suck now. Look at the playoff one we had last year. And then Ben just goes in and just daddy dicks him. I don't know. About ben, best dicks. best uh, Ben game of the season. I'm calling it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, should, I, should I make that my 50 order? <laughs> four touchdowns for Big Ben. Yeah, Ben just goes off this week <laughs> against the Browns. I mean, somebody just better put a muzzle on Juju if we win this game. Claypool. And Claypool. Yeah, just ban TikTok. The Browns. The Browns. All right. We got to do this thing a little bit here. Four o'clock games. We have the Jaguars in Seattle. Seahawks are only favored by three points. Yeah, that's... It's an interesting game. That's an interesting game. It is an interesting game. I think I'm going to see Hawks. I'm not confident enough in the Jags to go Jaguars, but I think they can win this. Yeah. As long as Urban Meyer sticks to his script he's been doing recently of running James Robinson because this defense is atrocious, Mm -hmm. and as long as Geno Smith continues to look like Geno Smith has been looking. Um, Agreed. But I think this actually is a very winnable game for the Jaguars, but I just am not confident enough in them to pick them here. Um, exactly what you said is what I would say. If if, if I you, if I talked first, I'd be saying that and you'd be agreeing. That's ex- I 100% agree. Pats at Chargers. Chargers, five-point favorites. I think that should be way higher. I think the Chargers are going to destroy them. Yeah. They they had they had a really it's bad loss. LA, right? It's in LA. Yeah, they just had a really bad loss to the Ravens. Then they had a bye week to work on everything. They're gonna come back and they're gonna put up fifty points. They need this. They need this one. They need this. If they one. don't get if they lose this game, their season's in jeopardy. I agree. Not I, their I, it's time to hit the panic Not their button. playoff hopes, but like it's a panic button hit. Yeah, it's a panic button hit. Yeah. Uh this is a year when the Chiefs are being weird that you can win your division, dude. So mm-hmm. you, gotta, you can't yeah. lose games like you did to the Ravens. This is what you and need. This is, a, <laughs> and this is a game that they need yeah. to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Bucks at Saints. Bucks six-point favorites. Bucks. Yes, sir. Revenge game for Jameis? 
Yes, sir. Oh, what if he throws like 500 yards? <laughs> He's sick. He throws in 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 like in per tradition. He throws like five touchdowns and five interceptions. Yeah. Uh, Washington in Denver versus the Broncos. Broncos Ooh. are three point favorites. Ooh, this is a toss up. Uh, I'm gonna go Broncos. Jerry Judy's back. Um, is Bongwater playing? Most likely. Yeah. So Bongwater's playing. Vaughn Miller might be out. That'd be a, that'd be a hit. But I mean, the Washington defense so bad. I think Jerry Judy's gonna have a big game. Yeah. Here. Noah Font. Yeah, I'm going Broncos. I'm confident the Broncos. I do it. Yeah, I'll go Washington. I don't know why. I don't. I. I can't give you reasons why. Those games where this, you can't give me reasons, those are the ones you win. I, there's something about looking like at this Giants matchup. last week, yeah. There's something looking at this matchup, and I'm like, what if this is a week the defense kills it? Like, yeah. it's, I don't know. There's something about this matchup. I'm looking at it. Like, I'm not impressed with the Broncos. I'm not by no means impressed with the Washington football team, but what, yeah. what if? What's what if? Um, and I also look at the other two games I think will be the same. So, mm-hmm. um the Sunday night football game. We got the Cowboys in Minnesota versus the Vikings. Cowboys Ooh. are favored by one and a half. That's it. One and a half. I think it's a no-brainer Cowboys, but the one and a half has made me second guess myself. You know? Um Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Cowboys. It's Kirk Cousins prime time. Oh yeah. It's Kirk Ham- Cousins I'm prime hammering time. Hammering the Cowboys. It's Cowboys, but I think it will be a competitive game because it's Sunday night football. No, I, yeah, I, 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 it's one of those, if I saw that game on paper, and I was in charge of the spreads, yeah. I would make it like a seven, six and a half on favor of the Cowboys. Yeah. But yeah. now I'm seeing it's one and a half, it's making like, what? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? All right, finally, the one, uh, Monday Night Football game, we have the Giants in Kansas City versus the Chiefs. Chiefs, nine and a half point That's favorites. Monday Night Football? Monday Night what Football. What a stinker. Yes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you know, we just said we weren't. Chiefs aren't automatic, but I think it's both Chiefs here. Oh, um, my fifty yarder! I said I was gonna pick this. Chiefs. This is the, this is the turnaround game. This is a, this is a game where they get all their confidence back. If they lose this game, stick a fork in them. They're done. Hundred percent. They're done. Hundred percent. Um, bye weeks or Ravens, Raiders. That's are, it. Yeah. Damn. So there was um, there was a lot. Yeah, last there week. was a lot last week. So uh, our differences: you have the Packers, I have the Cardinals; you have the Titans, I have the Colts; you have the Lions, I have the Eagles; you have the Bears, I have the Forty ers you have the Steelers, I have the Browns. Then you have the no names, and I have the Broncos. So uh, six differences. Potential turnaround week minus Steelers. Six and zero this week. If you win every single game, we just quit. I the might pod. quit. You just quit the not the pod, but I might just be the like, pickums. I might just be like, yeah, just give me the opposite. If, if I might, I, I might be like, just like, give me the opposite of what you take. If I sweep you, yeah, I think we got to have Josh Kent do the picks for you. I'm fine. Whatever. We're at the bar. We can't, he, I know he's listening. So this is fine. Yeah, we're talking about sports, and Josh listens to our podcast because he's trying to learn sports. Yeah, okay. Not a real big sports guy, and he's like, oh, Rob, by the way, I have a fifty yarder for you. I'm like, oh, what is it? It's like the Bills will make the playoffs. And me and me looked at him like, yeah. it's not 50 yarder, bud. He said, oh, sorry, I met that's the like Cowboys. Uh, oh, sorry, I met the Cowboys. I'm like, that's not 50 yarder either. <laughs> yeah. They're both going to win their division easily. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, that'd be, just, that'd be funny if I dropped that's your picks for you. Oh, All right. 
You got that? That's it? Yeah, that's it for NFL. Let's take it over to pop culture. All right. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right, and let's take it over to pop culture. Leading off for movies, we both got a chance to see Dune over the uh, week here. And uh, well, what, do you, what do you think? Dune part one. I thought it was very good. The cinematography was fucking incredible. insane. I, I saw one thing, though, when I was looking for the movie news, and it was like, what the Phantom Menace should have done that Dune did. And I was like, bro, Phantom Menace came out in fucking, like, 2001. Yeah. Like, they didn't have that kind of capability. They couldn't that. have a giant sandworm coming out of the dunes <laughs> and look insanely sick. Yeah, like, come on, man. Um, no, I, what Dune really 2021 did that Dune 1984 did not do? Yeah. Like, come on. Dude. That That's just ridiculous. Uh but I, so my biggest thing of Dune is I didn't know shit about it. I never really wanted to know shit about it. Yeah, it was like, it was like a, all right, I need someone to tell me it's good because I have no motivation to go out and see this. And then someone told me, hey, it's good. So I went out and watched it and I agreed. It's good. I'd say like an eight out of 10, honestly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like very solid. Um, I, uh, I think I'm leaning more towards a seven, mm-hmm. a solid seven, um, I think it was is is your classic part one story. You know, it, it introduced a great plot and a great mm-hmm. story, but I wanted more at the end of it. You know, it kind of like left you off like yeah, it's just like hanging it, a little bit. Like, yeah, it's not really a big cliffhanger, but at the same time, it's literally just it, it kind of ended with a story. Yeah, it's like now I'm in. You know, like yeah. the last hour of the movie when the uh, spoiler warning, I guess, uh, whenever like the desolation of Atreides started, I was yeah. like, I'm locked in. I want more of this. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, it was like an hour later is the end of the movie. Yeah. And I mean, I, like, I thought that, that fight to the death combat thing was That was awesome. awesome. That was like awesome. When Timothy Chalamet is going, yield, it's like, they're, they're, we don't yeah. yield. And then the mom's like, we don't, we, he's never killed anyone. Yeah. And then never, you up seeing him like, he's, he's like, like just the <laughs> acting, like in his face alone. You can tell. Yeah. It's like, like, it's like, oh my God, I never killed a guy. I need to. And he mm-hmm. kept going, yield. Yeah. And then he finally did. So mm-hmm. then he looked awful. Like, he yeah. looked like he's devastated. But, I think it's sweet. I think I like the idea of like him being emperor eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it was very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I thought of it kind of getting what you're talking about, like the ending, how it's kind of. Eh. I think um, I looked at this a lot like a t- good TV show instead of a movie. Yeah. Like I can feel that. Like the first episode setting up all the characters, and that's like whenever he first like he's yeah. learning stuff. So episode two is when the witch had to put his hand in the box, and you see more about from uh yeah the Baron and. Batista, like the Skarsgård Batista. Episode 3 is like they get to the planet. Yeah. Episode 4 is the downfall. Episode 5 is they find the Furman. They have the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then then season ends with them. Fremen. (laughs) Season ends with them walking into the desert with the Fremen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of set it up like different episodes. I think... uh, Different acts. I think Shining Stars for me. uh, The scene with... uh, Oscar Isaac, the king of the Atreides. Leto or Leto. Uh, it's Leto, but I don't know if they yeah, whatever pronounced that way. Name was. Leto um, Atreides. Just biting down on the whatever capsule thing yeah. to spread the poison the cyanide. To, to the giant floating fat man, Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bar- Barno or something like that? I, I, I think it's Baron something. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Baron's his title. And then another shining star, Jason Momoa. Killing it. Oh, the Duncan, when Duncan, Duncan died scene. Yeah, that the fight scene in the hallway was awesome. Yeah. He he cuts the door and puts the thing on his forehead. Yeah, like he gets back up after you think he's dead. And he's like... <sighs> he takes <sighs> one more guys out. Oh, he's a, he was a beast. Duncan Idaho, what a name. 
That's yeah. a poor name. Great name. A poor name for sure. Um, thing I wanted more of, Batista. I wanted to know more about his character. Seemed like he was just kind of like a lackey. Um, that's going to become way more powerful in sequels. But hot like, take. Yeah. I wasn't I a fan. I don't think Batista's a good actor besides Drax, because that's a ridiculous oh, character. Tough. Tough. Feel bad for him. <laughs> I mean, think about every movie he's been in besides Guardians. And obviously, you liked him in this one. But like... Spectre, he wasn't bad. Yeah, he's just a, he's just a big <laughs> yeah. blacky guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, that stupid one with the uh, there was another stupid like detective thing with him. Yeah, where, yeah, I know. Uh, that, that bond. Yeah. Um, he he's never been in good movies, and I feel like he just yells. And he's a big guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is, he's yeah. I, it's I like, feel that you just gave it to that Duke. Like, <laughs> I thought I rolled my eyes when he like yelling at the Baron dude, mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I think I think he's great as Drax because Drax is kind of like an awkward character. He's like, so like that. Yeah. he's like that. He, yeah, personifies him more. Yeah, or I think he simplifies his character. Yeah, I think yeah. he's a perfect casting as Drax. So that's why he's good at Drax. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm I'm out on him as an actor for everything else. I didn't think he'd be good. Yeah, but I like him. I like him as a wrestler. He's Batista bombs one of my favorite moves ever. Uh, anything else from Dune though? No, I liked it. All right. Next up, uh, Lightyear dropped their trailer for the. I guess it's like a spinoff. But it's like about the actual guy, not the toy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But here's my thing. <laughs> I mean, like the animation and everything looks sweet, but like he's kind of scary looking yeah. with the big ass chin. Yeah. And the trailer, you didn't really hear much of Chris Evans' voice in except little spurts. And when I heard it, I was just traumatized in a way. Yeah. Because like I'm expecting like Tim Allen, you know. Or, like, give me something similar to Tim Allen. Like, I'm not trying to discredit Chris Evans in any way, but, like... Chris Evans do a Tim Allen impression. Or something. It's not going to be 100%, so that's why... because it kind of ruins the toy for me. Like, the whole Toy Story thing. Like, I don't know. Like, and are we going to get Zerg? Or Zerg? Or whatever the hell the thing's name? Like, Emperor Zerg? Yeah, it's Zerg. Are we going to get characters from, like, the Buzz Lightyear TV show? Probably not. No, I bet the TV show, yes, because it's like his. Like, I think if they do Capadres, that, I'll be more in on it. Yeah, but like right now, I'm just I'm not so. Like, I don't see Zerg being in it. That's like two of like. So the whole premise is what this is the guy the toy is based off of. Yeah. So that can make sense why the voice is different. It's just a guy who filmed this voice for the toy. Yeah. And but this is also a cartoon, so I'm thinking as a realistic standpoint. We're this is a cartoon, so it shouldn't yeah. be this way. But then uh, Zerg's also like an alien guy. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be in I think they're going to be Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm very not in on this movie yet, but I could be swayed. Same. I mean, I love Buzz Lightyear. I'm a mm-hmm. big Buzz guy. I, I, I always favored Buzz to Woody when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, Brendan Fraser joins the cast of Batgirl and will play as the villain Firefly. Great. I'm so pumped he's back, dude. I love it. Dude, Doom Patrol put him back on the map. Absolutely. And now he this is a perfect villain for him because you don't show his face. And even if you do show his face, Firefly's like this pyromaniac that has like scars and all that shit. Which kind of, kind of Brandon Fraser kind of has that kind of mm-hmm. shit going on. And you can sell it very well. I think he can kill this role. And I hope I hope the movie's good. Yeah, I, I, hope I, it's I, good. I like it. Good cast. Uh, next up, Ant-Man 3, Quantumania, casted Bill Murray in their movie. I'm excited for that. I, I don't even know what he's going to be doing. He, he could be Bill Murray for all I care. I'll yeah, he in. could just be Bill Murray. He could just be Bill Murray, too. Like a Zombieland thing. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm pumped for that. I, I don't even know what that's going to entail, but I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Alec Baldwin 
Apparently there was a prop gun on uh, the set of their movie Rust, and the prop gun was loaded, and Baldwin fired it when shooting a scene and killed a guy. Mm-hmm. Or a chick, I think. No. So he, he killed the cinematographer who was a female. Yeah. And then the director of the male was like in the ICU. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Yeah. He survived. He's fine. So there's, a, bu- there's a bunch of things going around to uh, ban guns from, like, lo- like real guns from Hollywood sets. Which, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> which a lot of people don't know, every time, most of the times you see guns in a movie, they're it's blanks. real guns with blanks, yeah. bullets. Mm-hmm. And except for this time, they were actually using the gun to shoot at the range. <laughs> but they didn't realize there's one in the chamber or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of legal issues with this. Like, yeah, I, there's a lot of I, shit. At work, at Fox News as long as it's a, I'm working at a country club. Yeah. All they're talking about is like, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're that. yeah, that there, there will be a, like a lawsuit. Like, yeah. It's like, and Alec Baldwin, normally the actor would have zero responsibility. Yeah. But he's a producer of the movie, so he might. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's where oh, he gets that screwed. Sucks. So he's a producer of the movie. So usually what this is, is it goes to the person who's in charge of like making sure everything's safe. Normally, yeah. movies, this is another thing they might get dinged for. They If they have a, a prop gun like that on yeah. set, they have to have like a gun specialist. Uh, and they didn't or an armorer or yeah. whatever the title is. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't anyone there. A weapons and expert. The, yeah, and yeah. There, there wasn't one present. So that falls on the, the management of the movie, which goes to the producers and the director. Yeah. So the guy who got shot might also still have he had some legal issues. Just because they, they, cause it happened mess. because they didn't follow protocol. Yeah. And... It's a, it's a big mess. Wait, there should be somebody that's held accountable for I. It kind of sucks. I don't think it's going to be like... It sucks that yeah. the person died. There's not going to be any murder charges. Yeah, yeah. For it's sure. going to be more of it's like a fine. swept under the rug. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it sucks for the family. The it family. sucks for the... Yeah, it sucks for the, the woman who died. Yeah, 100%. Uh, next up, Kristen Stewart says she's probably only made five good movies when discussing her role in the new Princess Diana movie. Yeah, that's hot. Good for her. She has 47 films on her career. Good for her <laughs> for being honest. So you want to guess which ones she thinks is their top Did she five? say it? No, she didn't say it. You want, you want to take a guess of which ones I think are? one of the Twilights will be on there, but not all the sequels. <laughs> I think maybe Twilight 1. In her eyes, I she's the type of person that hates probably the se- how many sequels there were. Yeah. I, I, think, so I think one of the Twilights... Um, uh, not Charlie's Angels. <laughs> I guarantee she thinks that's one, though. No, definitely not. I guarantee she If she's self-aware enough to say, oh, there's only five good movies, I think she knows that Charlie's Angels. Adventureland? Dan- yes, that's definitely one. That's definitely one. That's um, her best one. Um, let's see. What are top villains, like, on IMDb or something? I'm looking now. So there's Spencer. Oh, that's the one about the Aunt Princess die. Uh, Underwater. Which wasn't a horrible movie to me. Yeah, that's not bad. She might consider that good. Um, I don't know. They're in a weird order of like IMDb rankings, which I don't trust. It's Twilight, the uh... Snow White and the Huntsman. No. <laughs> I feel like there's one like, very artsy one she did like around the Twilight time, but I don't know. She was in Jumper. I remember that movie. Jumper, the guy that teleports around. Is it Christian Hayden? Yeah, yeah, Christian Hayden. Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Christian Haydenson. Zathora. <laughs> like uh, Space Jumanji? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, what, what a rip-off that movie was. <laughs> I've watched it in theaters, but what a rip-off of Jumanji that movie was. Um, Catch that kid! That I, kid's movie? I, uh, I remember that title, but I don't remember that movie. I, were, was that the one where they were in the... Uh, a Girl and Her Two Friends... 
To me, a girl and two friends raid a bank looking for the money needed for financing the cure for her dying father. What? Yeah, I do remember this movie, dude. Show me the poster. Show me the poster. That's why I want it. I, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, that fucking... Cordon Blue. Yeah. <laughs> Cordon Blue is it. Oh. oh my god, dude. What a fucking blast from the past. I love how Corbin Blue is just... She was in the Flintstones in Viva Rock, Rock Vegas. She had to be a kid. Ring Toss Girl. She's yeah. in the 13th year? What? She had to be a kid. Uncredited, The Girl on the Fountain Line. I have to watch this movie again. Just Google search Kristen Stewart in the 13th year. Here, you go with the, you keep going with the headlines. We're, we're, that's, that's like a 10 minute tangent. We're, like, we're just looking up stuff on the internet. I just, when she, I saw that, I was like, I have to talk about this. Like, uh, Good for her, though, for saying that. Vin Diesel walked Paul Walker's daughter down the aisle at her wedding. Right, that's good, a tearjerker. Yeah, good good guy move. Good guy move. Um, and then Ryan Gosling was cast as Ken in Margot Robbie's Barbie movie. <laughs> Who? Ryan Gosling's Ken. And it says Margot Robbie's Barbie and Ryan Gosling's Ken. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I can't see that movie being good. Oh yeah, dude. Chris Stewart is definitely in thirteenth year. Really? Let me see. Dude, it's literally waiting in the line for a fountain. She was a kid. Oh shit. Yeah. That's insane. That wasn't like a deep dive. I literally searched Chris yeah. Stewart thirteenth year. That is the second <laughs> result. The first one is a gif of the scene. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Um, that's all I have for movies though. Anything you want to toss in? Breaking news: NFL huge. How huge? JJ Watt out for season. You're full. Really? Yeah. Underwent shoulder surgery. Fuck, you had the Packers. <laughs> it's off one. Damn. Fuck, you want Packers. <laughs> I know, and I'd, I'd love to say you can just change it back, but like, Fuck hand you. off the chess piece, dude. <laughs> We're on a different segment. If I left tonight, I said, hey, switch my pick. I can't. <laughs> that's huge JJ Watt's at I mean has he done that much for the Cardinals defense remember week one whenever Chandler whatever Daniel Jones no who Chris Jones Chris, no Chris Jones is on the Chiefs Chandler Jones Chandler is on the back I mean Cardinals battle that's what I'm talking about the guy had like five sacks yeah 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 and that's only because JJ Watt was taking all the attention um anyways taking it over TV Tiger King season two dropped the trailer and holy shit, does it look insane. Just a lot of nonsense. Pretty much they're just taking the stories that we cared about and just exemplifying them. And it kind of seems like they're going to make it a weird making a murderer documentary about Carol Baskin. Yeah, I mean. I'm for it, though. I'm probably going to watch it. I, I listened to you watch a trailer. Yeah. Then uh, then our boy Iman Shumpert killed it on Dancing with the Stars. Again. Again. Yeah, the first one was he did Hey Yeah, and he killed it. Yeah, he killed it. This one, like, this is, like, actually, like, damn, dude, you're actually, like, a good the dancer. Us? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, did you see what I put in the story? Yeah. Iman Shumpert is a better dancer yeah, than was a basketball player. Yeah. Um, but that, that was a sick dance. I watched, mm-hmm. I sat there and watched the whole thing. Yeah, me too. Uh, my mom's watching Dance of the Stars. I asked how he's doing. He's like, he's doing pretty good. Yeah. He, like, right now, I think she, she watches it. Mm-hmm. I said I watched five minutes of one episode in between me leaving. Yeah. And I was, that's when I was asking her this. And she said that JoJo C was going to win, but that's very unfair because she got famous off of Dance Moms. Yeah. She was a dancer since she was a baby. Yeah, I hate those moms. I know. Like, and she's not a da- technically a professional dancer now, so she can be the celebrity. Yeah. But she got famous because she was it's a like dance a, mom kid. Yeah, it's like when a 
uh, singer wins mass singer or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, like, like, like didn't T Pain win? Yeah, yeah. I was like, come on, that's kind of fucked up. That's very fucked up. T Pain, great voice. I'm not trying to discredit him. It's just like you know, you're a singer. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I was younger and I watched Anson Stars with my mom, yeah. I obviously I always root for sports guys because I like them. Mm-hmm. But like, it's so much better when like actors or like mm-hmm. sports guys win over like. I know they've always had like uh, professional figure skaters. They mm-hmm. have like it's like you dance. It's like <laughs> you, you, this is all the same shit. Yeah, this is your profession. Like singers, like pop stars, they dance. They know how to mm-hmm. dance. The choreography, but like when Heinz Ward won, yeah. Oh, Maroon. Whenever like uh, Carl did from Fresh Prince Bel Air was like a finalist. Mm-hmm. Like that's sick. Um, next up, they're gonna be making an Okoye spinoff series revolving around, revolving around the direct uh, Dora Milaje and Black Panther. Dora Milaje. So. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like if it's more about the Dora Milaje, then I'm more for it. But, like, if it's just, like, Okoye... I mean, Okoye is in charge of the Dora Milaje. Yeah. So, like... I feel like you gotta throw some more stuff in there, though. I think they will. Yeah. I think it just centers around her, but, like, it's not about her. It'd be cool, like, special ops missions. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be, like, a... Here's her whole backstory, here's her personal life and stuff. It's more of, like, a... Yo, something's going on with the door Milaje, and she's she's in charge of she has like command and, or team. And give me the guy from Get Out in there too. Yeah, the Rhino Herder, the dots all over yeah, his face, yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, the war maker. Give, give me him in the show too, and I'm I'm more for it as well. Absolutely. Uh, and then Hayden Christensen's gonna be also appearing in a, the Ashoka de- uh, series on Disney Plus. I'm for it. I'm for it too. I'm for it too. I hope. it'd be so cool if they gave like a flashback to a live action like Rebel scene. Yeah, where they're in that fucking Sith, uh, Sith uh, temple. Temple. Yeah, yeah. Like in the half mask. Yeah. So I have a lean back. That's so great. Um, and then Cowboy Bebop dropped the trailer. Looks good. Yeah, I'm surprised you even watched the show yet. You should watch the show. I sh- I should. It's on Netflix. I'm kind of. The show's out. The, no, the anime. Oh uh, yeah. I'm saying you. I I, it sounds like you love. I mean, you love anime. Yeah. No, and, I'm gonna. And I've heard from. Can I ten Jack? Yeah, it's good. He said, like, if you're in an anime, it's not even really an anime. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's an anime that he thinks that would be really good. It's like a Samurai Jack was an anime kind of thing. Yeah, it, it's kind of like how, like, an anime I'd watch. Like, yeah. Sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all I have for TV. Anything you want to toss in? Um, SNL. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just rigging this up because my back is so sore right now. <laughs> As you know, like, lean back with it. Um, now lean back. No, yeah, SNL. I started watching it. Yeah. Uh, first episode I saw was this week Jason Sudeikis, and he killed it. Electric. The whole episode was great. Yeah, that's good. That's uh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. No. Um. Is that it? Yeah, I, I we we've tangent too much for me to like say. Yeah. <laughs> like when everything happened in the episode, just go watch it. It's worth it. All right. All right. Let's take it over to music then. So, your boy, Elton John, dropped his Lockdown Specials. Um, so, let me go pull up this album real quick. Damn, lockdown Sessions, sorry. All that, and I can't even do it. So, there's a ton of, there's actually a, a lot of good songs on here. Um, <laughs> I'll just wait till you're ready. No, go, go ahead. I just had this fixed because it was too long and it was just falling down. And I yeah. didn't want to like pull the microphone out and hold it. So, you got your cold heart, obviously. That's a great song. Great song. There's a new one we'll get to for Jam of the Week opportunities. Gorillaz is in this. The Pink Phantom. Oh, 
It's a lot of slower stuff, but uh, there's this is this. It's a sin with years and years. I love this one. Good one. Yeah. A good one. And then uh, what else we got here? Lil Nas X and Elton John, one of me. I, which was on little, I don't know because this this was on Little Nas's X album. It's very weird. Uh, the finish line was Stevie Wonder, mm -hmm. Stolen Car, Elton John, and Stevie Nicks. Ooh, it's just classic Elton, dude. Glenn Campbell, uh, Jimmy Allen, Brandy Carlisle, S.G. Lewis, uh, Yo Yo Ma, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ma. <laughs> I always love that name. But let's take it over to the rest of the jams of the week. Um, so I'm just going to go through the ones that didn't make the cut, but are pretty decent. Uh, <clears throat> first off, country song of the week, Friends Don't Let Friends by Lady A, Carly Pierce, Thomas Rent, and uh, Darius Wrecker. Country. Not bad, not bad. Then we got Luigi by 2K Baby and Chief Keith. This one's like meh, but I, I don't think that's not even worth it, honestly. <laughs> then I got uh Hurts Like This, Elenium and Banners. pregame song there absolutely uh then we got mimi web halfway not bad pretty decent or herber but pretty good start there it sounds like um we're gonna baby rex up he kind of sounds like her then um Name Ring Bell by Wale. Great flow by Wale, of course. Then uh, Stars Align by Majin Jordan and Drake. Ooh. Pretty decent. Then uh, Moneybag Yo, Scorpio. Then uh, Moth the Flame to a Flame, Swedish House Mafia and The Weekend. Yeah, I saw this on Spotify. I didn't listen to that.
I'll like drop again. Not bad. I think yeah, it's one like of the it. better things that Swedish House Mafia put out recently. Yeah, and the weekend's yeah. just great vocals. But I didn't put it in the jam of the week category. So this is what we got. We got four options here. First up, uh, Dynamite by Sean Paul and Sia. I see it being like a song, a soundtrack as like the FIFA game. Yeah, like that, that. That, that's a song that you're gonna get in <laughs> commercial all the time. Yeah, yeah. Then I got uh, "One Punch" by Aries, which I really kind of fucked with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saving this. I really fucked with it. Yeah, and I, I, I think the whole song was pretty good as a whole. There. Mm-hmm. Um, next, next up, scrub the ground. Quavo, Young Miami, Migos, and the City Girls. Damn. Just your typical. This is what you play at the bar for the girls to dance. I know it's Quavo featuring Migos. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it just Migos? <laughs> oh my god. Do you think Migos and Quavo, they just like get a thesaurus and they're like, how can. What's another word we can use for torque? Scrub the ground. <laughs> Scrub the ground. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Turnpike. And then the last one I got here, Always Love You by Elton John, Young Thug, and Nicki Minaj. comes in at the end. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, let's give it to him. Yeah, no, I'll give it to that. Go with that, Elton John. I will always love you. Featuring Young Thug and Nicki Minaj. With that, that is your Jam of the Week. And you can check out all the uh, jams that we recommend on the Talking Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify. As well as our podcast, Talking Dirty, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So with that, Ryan, take it away. Uh, Koozies. Koozies. Warm hands, cold beer. Uh, Seven.
Seven dollars a piece. DM us on Instagram or Twitter at Derek J Sports. Those platforms obviously follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and or Spotify. You can do both if you want or either or. Um, koozies, seven dollars a piece. Cool beer. More hands. hands. Cool More beer. Hands, cold beer. Can't yeah. lose. And sorry, I um, We're gonna have to trademark Friday Night Lights at some point with that. So <laughs> absolutely. So. You know what's funny? No two I chains? I didn't have one. But well, I know. <laughs> so I had two, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I looked at them and I was like, I definitely did both of these. <laughs> Fuck. And from the second I said, you know what? Give it to that song. Yeah. I literally just Google searched two chains. I was like, I have one. <laughs> I have one. And it might be one of the best ones ever. Okay, what do you got? What do you got? In the car, backing up, listening to Juvenile. Cocaine backing up, they set my ass to Juvenile. <laughs> He really just rhymed juvenile with juvenile. Yeah, but one's for the person and one's yeah. juvie. That's fine. That's great. That's, That's great. Alright, I'll see you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you of my phrasing It's questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right girl Wrong time Baby you could've been my lady Making me all hazy You really had me going on that night But even though I like your state of mind Right girl Wrong time some time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, 